Good morning, everyone. Welcome inside the Green and White Report on WDBM East Lansing on this beautiful Sunday morning. Actually, pretty windy Sunday morning. It's been a beautiful last couple of days in East Lansing. It's starting to cool off again, though. I'm Zach Sedanek. Alongside me, once again, we've got our normal crew for the last show of 2023. Break coming in next week with finals. We'll be back in January, don't worry, but this is the last one for 2023, so we've got a packed show to get to. Right alongside me, as always, to my left, Mr. A.J. Evans. Good morning, East Lansing. Good morning, East Lansing. There's nowhere else in the world I'd rather be. It's Bover, kid. And also, Matt Merrifield. Is it Bover? Yes. Oh, no. Is it Bover? Oh, no. He got the Bo Nix jersey? Oh, that was his surprise. That was one of the surprises. He I mean, this was just a small one. But oh, there's it, more? No, no. Uh, okay, kind I was going to say, we have been informed. There are a lot of things that AJ and I don't know about on this show. We're letting Matt Merrifield go rogue today, um, and there are some things that, he, some segments planned that we don't have any idea The segment of. is not Bo Nix related. It'll wow. Be, it's fun. You it's, can it's, do a segment that's not Bo Nix related? I can. Hey. Wow. I, my journalistic growth, integrity. Growth, everyone. This is growth. This is journalistic growth. integrity? <laughs> <laughs> No comment. Oh, we are off the rails already, and we are one minute into the show. I mm, I don't know how to respond to that, but um, I was just giving. It's fine. Giving well, crap, kid. Good morning, East Lansing. <laughs> how was your Saturday? Mine was okay. Um, yeah, Bo Nix didn't play and didn't lose. So, well, he did lose, and that's well, because yeah, SEC bias is real. Um, and that's he fine. didn't even finish second. He didn't finish first in his own conference in Heisman. And voting. what's funny is he won Pac-12 Player of the Year. So who really actually right, watched? But he them? also, uh, but he also didn't get more Heisman votes than Penix. Yeah, the Heisman is officially a Mickey Mouse award. I've made that decision. I was, I think it's been was, that way for a while. I, I, I've been trying to tell you I, that all year I, long. I, I was stupid enough to believe that award that is voted on by like 800 people, including. I mean, this is no disrespect to any journalist, but like, why does Rico Beard have a Heisman vote? Why does Graham Couch have a Heisman vote? I like Graham Couch. Graham but Couch like, says Graham Couch shouldn't and have a Heisman And I agree, vote. Graham. You should not have a Heisman vote. You're busy covering Michigan State football. Therefore, you can't spend the time to watch Pac-12 he had a, football. He had a really good column on that back in 2021 that he tweeted, so go check that out in the Lancet State Journal. But so my point yeah. being, J.J. McCarthy got a vote. Blake Corum got three. Yes. Cody Gordon, Schrader got one. Yeah, Ali Gordon got a couple as well um, Close, from Oklahoma State. AJ, where does Cody Schrader play football? I want to know if you know this. I know, I know Sir Dine knows the answer to this. I'll even let Joe. Joe, do you know where Cody no, Schrader plays know. football? Give a guess. Missouri. Oh, oh, oh he looked it up. I was not even going to get close to Missouri. <laughs> nice Google search, kid. Um, yeah. Um, exactly. Bro, do I do I vote for that? I don't. No, I'm just simply vote. trying to point out the fact that there are voters in this oh Mickey Mouse award that just close their eyes and say, "Well, Cody Schrader had a nice year. He deserves a Heisman vote because those are probably the people that think my vote doesn't matter, so they just cash it in and vote for Kanye." Um, that's the equivalent. Hold on, I, I gotta, demand I gotta, a recount in I Arizona. Gotta test oh God. I got to test this now, though, because you asked AJ about a random player in football and where does he play. Well, he doesn't cover football. He covers basketball. So now I'm going to test him on a random college basketball Appreciate player. It, <laughs> that face was <laughs> not <laughs> great. Um, where does... Whoa, okay, this is wrong. Never mind. I was going to say... Okay, where does Jaden Ledee play? He's had a big start to the year. Former Ohio State Buckeye. I know you recognize the name, so that's good. How many is he averaging? He's actually right, like I know, 25. I know where he plays, right? Okay, you do know where he plays? Mm -hmm. What conference is he playing? He plays in the Mountain West. Is he at Colorado State? No, he's at San Diego State. Gross. Damn, he is having a big year. Jaden Ledee went from a four-year well, backup but... to 
playing as one of the best players in the country right now. I'm glad you knew yeah. that, though, we where played, you were yeah, at. We played in the same conference, so. Oh, yeah. Okay, that really yeah. makes sense then. Yeah, I didn't realize he was a Houston guy. Yeah, yeah, he's big time. Okay. So I, I, gave I, him the, I gave him the layup, but, you know. I love hey. when AJ talks about guys he used to play against. It just <laughs> fires me up. I can't wait to see AJ and I in basketball. Oh, yeah. Shout out, everybody. Make sure you're tuning in on our social medias. Uh, Impact is having an IM basketball team here. All of us on this show right now will be on the team. Other and, than Jack David, but we well, still love you, I Jack. I met all of us on oh, the show oh, right now. Yeah, yes. Shout out to Jack David and Matt Corey that are both in attendance today. But the other thing with that, an exciting announcement, keep an eye out. There may be a potential uh, sports stream broadcast of one of these oh, games that's in the works. Um, hey, McKenna, can we get programming? I know it's <laughs> feel that way. We can broadcast our game. I will from be honest. I am West. The person that I have that I am working on getting to broadcast this game probably would not be going on. Uh, I don't FM even know airwaves. if there's Ethernet at I am East. The we'll place figure is so it out. old. We will figure it out. All right, but let's get into this uh, MSU whip around real quick. Starting off with the hockey team, big weekend uh, against Notre Dame. They swept the Fighting Irish in dominant fashion. Matt just started messing with the jersey. I thought he was going to shed the Bo no. jersey for a Michigan State I, hockey no. Gruff Sparty jersey, the, the, and that would have been the most okay, electric thing those ever. Those jerseys not that cool. Really, I'm not a fan. Like Gruff Sparty is so overused. Um, what would you my, have preferred they used then? I, I don't know. It just like the jersey looks so plain in front. Like it's just the Gruff logo. I think the sleeves are sweet with the the block S, and yeah. I believe it's this the Spartan helmet on the other shoulder. I think the sleeves with the numbers on the side look cool. I just would have done something different on the front, but I'm not exactly sure. Um, but everybody's like talking about them. They're cool. They're fine. But they kind of look like a practice jersey from the yeah. front. Also, before the hockey people get on me, I know it's called a sweater. I, I understand. It is a sweater. Nick I Luke do Sloan understand. Notoriously calls it a sweater. I was going to say, I do understand, but he had the football jersey on. So I was trying to make it work. Don't don't at me on Twitch. But um, yeah, they're Twitch. still number one in the... Well, don't at me on anything, but I know we're live on Twitch. Um Still number one in the Big Ten at the midway point of the season. But Wisconsin has swept back-to-back series as well. I think they played Ohio State and Penn State the last two weekends. Um, which that sounds right. Is the the two teams that have really struggled this year in the Big Ten. But they're still one-point lead up to number seven in the pairwise rankings. Pairwise rankings, for those that don't know, I have a little bit of an explanation on it that I can give, but I think Matt could give the best one. For people that don't know, because it's different than the rankings in other sports, the pairwise has a very big impact on the NCAA tournament field, correct? Yes. It basically determines it's your net ranking for those that are familiar with college basketball. But in the I tournament. think it doesn't have a bigger impact than a net it ranking. Does. Pretty much if you're in the top 16 in the pairwise rankings, you're making the tournament, depending outside and of if you're not, qualifier. You're not. you're not. Like it, they, they're, it's pretty black and white. If you're a top pairwise team, you're getting in. If you're not, um, I forget how the point system works. Um, but. There's a system that they have. I forget how it all takes everything into account. Um, but yeah, basically, number seven in the pairwise, Michigan State's comfortably a tournament team. Obviously, they still have a season to go, um, but they should be very happy. Wisconsin's still ahead of them in the pairwise. Um, but yeah, Michigan State closes the year in Big Ten play at Wisconsin. There's a very real chance that that could be in large part to determine the Big Ten. But also, don't count out Minnesota and Michigan because those teams can still really play. Uh, I mean, yeah, this conference is really good. Other than Ohio State, everybody's kind of still in it. Penn State, obviously, getting swept. Um, that's going to yeah, be that killer. And them and Notre Dame, both, it just hurts. You can't afford to have that happen. Um, Especially, well, both of those teams did get swept on the road. But it's still not. 
even, not ideal. Even then, just av- avoiding as my laptop crashes on this beautiful Sunday morning. Um, just uh, finding a way to at least get a point. a point to like literally anything. Just getting swept, allowing number one another team to get six points on you in a weekend just is so killer. Even when it is on the road, Michigan State's done a good job. Uh, when they went to Minnesota, they split the yep. weekend. They both three got three. three. That's huge. Um, and they swept at Ohio State. Yes. So they, I mean, they've done a good job of playing on the Which, road. To be fair, most people. I mean, Ohio State has one uh, overtime loss, and I think that's their only point this year. No, they have four points now. They have two overtime wins, including yesterday. Okay, they beat Minnesota they in overtime. Um, so they have two overtime wins, but they're o eight or o and eight in regulation. Um in Big Ten play, but Michigan State sits at 25 points, seven wins in regulation, no losses in regulation, one overtime win, two overtime losses. Wisconsin sits at eight and two. They haven't gone to overtime yet in Big Ten play. They're eight and two. They're at 24 points. So MSU just one point ahead of them. They've played 10 games. Minnesota's played 12, and they're still seven points back of that. It's going to take a lot for those teams to jump back up towards the top. Michigan State, Wisconsin, with a couple of good weekends to start the second half, could really kind of pull away from the pack. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, Michigan State opens after they play the GLI and the development program. And, um, they at Penn play, State. They're at Penn State, and then they have the home-and-home with Michigan. Yes. Um, so those are two big weekends. Obviously, uh, Michigan's struggling a little bit. Uh, but, I mean, we'll have to wait and see. But I think at Penn State, if they can go in and get Michigan was struggling points. a little bit at this point last year, too, and then Michigan took off and was really, really good. Yeah, they might find a way to turn it on. Um, but, but they had they had the Hughes's. They had some a lot of. Talent I say they had team. a lot of, and they still do have a lot of talent. But teams like Michigan State and Wisconsin are a lot better than they were a year ago. Yeah, um, especially Wisconsin. Man. So, I mean, we'll have to wait and see. But it's, I mean, it's exciting, and it was cool to see yesterday. Obviously, the Munsters had their little lightsabers, which was honestly pretty cool. Yeah, Star Wars night was sweet. And um, hey, Michigan State teams are undefeated when Jonathan Smith is in attendance. They're two and zero. Because Michigan State men's basketball won last Tuesday, last week Tuesday against Georgia Southern. Yeah, Wisconsin so can game we is, confirm that he was not in attendance for the Wisconsin game? I don't think he was. I feel like they would have like because probably. Mel, uh, well, I don't. I mean, Jonathan Smith's a very different person than Mel Tucker. Um, but Mel Tucker like made it known when he was at games, like he would yeah. walk around the court and everybody would like. And the same thing happened when Jonathan Smith was at the game last Tuesday. I don't yeah. think he was there this week. I would I would probably agree that he probably was not. I know it's a big weekend for them in terms of recruiting. Um, they had, I when I walked here, I walked past Scandalaires, and there were three, um, what are the Chevy versions of the Yukon? Escalades? Am I, that one, yeah. am I getting the Yukons? Whatever the hell. Big SUVs. Three black ones like it's... Um, what, the Chevrolet? The, like the Secret yeah. Service? The Tahoe. Yeah, yeah, the Secret Service was lined up outside Scandalaires. I'm like, well... I think I know where Aiden Childs is right now. Um, please be a Spartan. We need a quarterback. Uh, but other than that, yeah. No, it's objectively uh, speaking, this football team needs a quarterback because <laughs> as of right now, they have Nick no scholarship quarterback. Whoever, you know, who's the backup center this year? I don't even know. This Dallas Fincher. Dallas Fincher. J school legend. Dallas Fincher is snapping the football, and there's no one to stop it from rolling into the end zone. Andrew Scorfar. But um, no scholarship quarterbacks on the roster at the moment. Yes. Uh, We'll see. Childs is here. I believe the tight end is here as well. I'm blanking on his name right now, but I wonder if that has to do a little bit with um, Malik Carr portal entrance yesterday. But either way, we'll see. Let's talk a little bit of women's basketball from yesterday. They hammered Miami, but yesterday struggling against Nebraska, particularly inside, and that's something that you had to worry about with this team. They got out, rebounded 46-30 to on the glass. They just weren't able to bang down low. 
Yeah, we talked about it a little bit, but there's not a lot of size on this team. So Not at uh, all. Yeah, as a result, you know, they're going to have to be sort of extraordinary in other facets of each game. Like, you're going to have to play really fast. You're going to have to press, do all those things. And um, they've managed to do it pretty well. But I think just against Nebraska, we saw how important it is to have that size and what happens when you struggle to take care of business and other facets of basketball. Yeah, I didn't get to watch the whole game. Uh, but early on, it felt like they just could not buy a basket, they, especially from yeah, beyond from beyond the arc. Threes. And yeah. like with being an undersized team, shooting the basketball is going to have to be huge. Um, and when nights where you're not shooting it well, that's yeah. going to be a recipe for disaster. They shot 15 percent from deep. They last. shot 15 percent. 15 percent. Yes. 15 wow. kid. Yeah. Wow. Remind, um, you, remind you of anybody? It was not pretty. I don't know who's that supposed to remind me of. I think. Oh. He's talking about you. Oh, Matt. is he talking about me? Hey, I, no, he, he's not actually. Talking okay, about you, Matt. I was confused. I was like, <laughs> I, I don't know. You've never seen me play <laughs> for basketball. Anyone, for anyone watching don't... on Twitch, I was about to say, I never. Uh, Joe, am I on the camera now? The joke, Matt. I, not much gets over my head, but apparently this did. Um, I'll be. You bad. forget I how be, tall you are. Though, I will sometimes, be, right? Sometimes you forget how tall That's you gonna are. That's going to be Matt and I in basketball. We're going to come on green and white and analyze Matt. Performance from I am basketball, hey. and he's just gonna be. He forgot that he AJ. was six four and had two rebounds. I'm gonna come up to Matt in the middle of the game. Yo, dog, how tall are you? <laughs> yeah, grab a rebound. <laughs> go up, put two hands. Like Torian Prince told me after they lost to Yale, go up, put two hands on the basketball, and you come down with it. Um, Still one of the most AJ, electric press conference AJ, quotes ever. I have been told I have a beautiful jumper. Now it doesn't always go in, but like when it does go in, it looks really nice. That's what I've been told. We need a, we need ten very, to fifteen a game from you, man. Yeah, well, I have a very ugly jumper, so the prettier does it go in? The better does it go? Because mine doesn't yeah. always go in. Okay, I'm, mine doesn't. So I mean, sometimes not all the time. AJ's averaging a double double. He's in his Tyrese Halliburton year. No, oh God, <laughs> no. averaging twenty seven hey, and twelve. I'm bro. I'm, I'm gonna have like a Rondo stat line, like four <laughs> points, ten assists, and Draymond Green seven rebounds. <laughs> Uh, yeah, my, I'm going for a I'm going for a double double at least. My equivalent is Draymond Green. I cannot shoot. But See, like, the problem is we're gonna have no scoring. We're gonna have a lot of people that just act J like they're J gonna get assists. JDC, and then JDC and then we're gonna have gonna nobody that's scorer, gonna make maybe? baskets. JDC said he's the three point specialist on this team. I don't want to have seen to him score. Shoot. I can score. I don't really want to have to be the main scorer on this Sir, team. Sir but... doesn't want the ball in his hands, guys. The, the, I want the, the ball the... in my hands, but I don't want to be shooting it. Okay. Give but, him the ball, coach. I'll. All right, let's let's rock. But uh, yeah, so there's back to this women's basketball team though. Uh, Four for twenty-seven from three—that is awful. That would be fifteen percent. Yeah, that would be fifteen percent. Um, but they have a couple of lighter games on the schedule to finish twenty twenty-three. Central Michigan, Richmond, Coastal Carolina. But twenty twenty-four starts off in Iowa City. Yikes! That's gonna be a tough one. Ooh. Hey, that's who the Pistons are tanking for. <laughs> I saw that meme yesterday. Uh, somebody, yeah, somebody screenshot or photoshopped Caitlin Clark in uh, next to Cade Cunningham, and when somebody asked who the Pistons were tanking for, um, yeah, need, no. <laughs> yeah, so need. <laughs> big growth needed for this team, but also at the same time, as you mentioned, just gotta hit shots. Yeah, I mean, I gotta give a lot of credit to Abby Kimball and Mo Joyner. Uh, they shot combined two for fifteen from beyond the arc yesterday, but, but they did both... they didn't stop shooting. All right, I like that. Beyond waiters, shooter shoot, but they're both. They're both very good three-point shooters. I mean, yeah, so, so they should keep shooting. But. Yeah, they'll be fine. But let's move on to this uh, this segment that is a mystery to us. It has to do with college football. But before we do that, we're going to take a quick okay, break. Okay, I was going to say. Get Matt some time to set up. We'll be back on the other side of the break. This is the Green and White Report on WDBM. Welcome back into the Green and White Report on Impact 89 FM. Mystery segment. 
It's got something to do with college football, so I'm going to hand it over to Matt Merrifield because yep. he's the one running it. Thank you, Zach. Uh, welcome into a Merrifield Sportsbook special edition of Is This Bowl Game Real, Fake, or Defunct? And oh, so I'm the, locked in on this. So, um, yeah, this I, that's why I didn't want to give you any more advance on this because yeah, I don't no, need I'm, you doing I'm your locked. homework. Um, actually, I will take this mic. See, the fake versus defunct might get me. Yeah, that one tough. might get me. Shout um, out Nick but Burt. But the, the real ones I'll, I'll get. Yes, Nick Burt did a great job helping me out with this last night. Um, so I made some changes to it, but we got like 23 games on here, um, and we have to determine. You guys, I'm actually going to hand the mic over to Joe Dez as well. Um, What's the prize here? What am I playing for? Um, I don't know. Uh, what do you want? Your love and affection. Is that what I'm playing for? Uh, I can give you that, I saw whether you win or was, not. Oh. Yesterday there was a Kahoot at the Impact Banquet, and the prize was a hug from, uh, I believe it was from our marketing uh, director, Ashley Land. Shout out, Ashley. Uh, but yeah. I could use a hug. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you could in that Bonex jersey. Oh. <laughs> okay, anyways. All right. Well, is this bowl game real, fake, or defunct? Number one, the Domino's Pizza Copper Bowl. So how do we um like how do we put in our answers without the other people like I you guys just like if you think oh, it's just, say it. just yeah. say it like that one's that one's fake. You think in terms fake? of Domino's Pizza, I think it's fake. Domino's Pizza Copper Bowl. I think it's fake. I'm I'm gonna say defunct. What do you got, AJ? I'm gonna go with the phone. Uh, AJ and Joe, you are correct. Mm, it Joe. was um, now it is the guaranteed rate bowl okay. that we now. Yeah. It was yeah. only existed from 1990 to 1991. Yeah, see, I was 90s. not alive. Yeah. That sounds <laughs> right. Sounds very 90s. <laughs> All right, uh, number two, the Direct TV Holiday Bowl. I I very sure know the answer on this one. So uh, I'm gonna say fake on that one. <laughs> AJ, do you want me to go first? Real. It's most definitely real. It is real. That is yeah. the holiday bowl hey, uh, this year between USC and Louisville. Which is going to be a terrible football game because people aren't football. playing. Um, but hey, you know, it's it's football during the middle of December. Gus Johnson and Joel Klatt will be calling it. So remember when Michigan State beat Washington State in that a couple years ago? That was fun. That went, that Back was in 2017? Mm-hmm. And then 2018-19 were Spooky. less fun? Shout out to the 2018 Red Box Bowl. <laughs> I was that just going to go the there. The Red Box Bowl was not on here. Um, uh, holding Justin Herbert to seven points and losing 7-6. <laughs> yeah. But hey, we stopped Jordan or Justin Herbert from being a giant. So yes. we, we, Michigan State did him a favor. They yeah. left him in school. Now he plays for the god-awful Chargers. Um, <laughs> At least he's in LA. He's the next like Matt Stafford slash Dan Marino. Um, number three. The Radiance Technologies. That's a hot take. <laughs> the, the Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl. Okay, so Radiance Technology Independence Bowl. The Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl. So Radiance that, Technologies is the company. Is like the sponsor. Yeah. So I'm like fairly certain this existed at one point. Mm-hmm. Well, the question defunct. is, does it exist now? It's defunct. Yeah, I'm, I'm defunct, gonna go yeah. defunct. You would all be wrong. It is real. real. Yeah, Cal, I was just saying, I know this existed at some point. Cal and Texas Tech are yep. playing in it this year. Another god awful football game. <laughs> See, like, I, I knew the Independence Bowl was right. there. I just didn't know if it was Radiance Technologies. Around, around I know, I didn't expect Radiance time. Technology. Number four, and I urge everyone listening at home to play along. I don't know if there's a way you can at me on Twitter or something. You got and let Twitch, me know what you're saying. Right? Yeah, Twitch, Twitch is going. Twitch comments. Just make sure you put what bowl game you're talking about because the Twitch chat's a little delayed. Right. Uh, but I encourage all of you at home to play at home and play along if you'd like. Uh, number four, the Lockheed Martin Medal of Honor Bowl. That one, I feel like is real. That, that That's fake. Huh. Lockheed Martin is the sponsor for the Armed Forces Bowl. So it's either fake or defunct. Um, I'll go with defunct. It is fake. 
Yeah. It's not a real bowl game. I was going to say, I was I pretty thought, sure. They yeah. are the sponsor for the Armed Forces yeah. Bowl, right? Yeah. I believe they are. Uh, We're locked. Yeah. See, I like Sternetic, I know it's going to be good at this. It's just funny. Like, I like that we have Joe in on here, and obviously AJ. I love messing with AJ. Dude, I didn't watch, <laughs> like, my... start watching college football until two years ago, so I'm, oh, yeah, yes. I'm very far behind on this. Number five. Shout out to Cincinnati. The Skyline Chili Bowl. Oh, you know, I think that one. <sighs> I think that's defunct. Because I think that's just too outrageous for you to make that up. I feel like I mean, Nick might... Burt could have come up with right. it, but I'm going to say fake. Or. Yeah, defunct. I'm gonna, or defunct. I meant. Yeah, yeah. Defunct. it's either defunct or real. Because I have seen a chili bowl. I'm, I'm gonna have I to say have to. real. I'm gonna go with defunct. You're going. Everybody's going defunct. I went real. Also. Are you going real? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're all wrong. It is fake. Uh, okay. uh, it was, however, uh, almost real. Uh, it was proposed earlier this year, and the NCAA said no because the NCAA <laughs> hates ch- fun. I love Skyline Chili. Um, for those that don't know, it's great. Uh, put it on. Hot dogs. Putting on not a big chili weird. guy, to be you're honest with ch- you. But I don't like. I'm not a big beans guy. There's yeah, no beans. beans there's no beans in Skyline Chili. Well, I've never it's had just, Skyline Chili. Well, you so. should. We can change that. I will. Okay. I love Skyline Chili. Um, but I don't like beans, so that's, that's why fair. Skyline. Chili. I don't it's, even know if I've had that. Yeah, Skyline Chili. What they use on like uh, Coney Island dogs? <laughs> no. Oh, kind of. So what? Those. They, it's a. It's an Ohio. Yes. Yeah. So good. It, they, it's, it's an Ohio thing. Oh no! I'm kidding. I already knew it was an Ohio thing. I heard about those. Yeah. Somebody told me those are awful. You either. I think they're really good. It's a hot dog. Obviously, you put chili on it, and then they throw onion and cheese like it's a pile of just shredded cheese or they also i believe they call it a three-way and this is actually what they call it where it's pasta a bowl of like spaghetti and they put chili on top and then onions and cheese on the hot dog no on this is just a plate of pasta <laughs> oh a, i was about to say uh well, no. i'm i'm hungry plate, so, is it better uh, than a coney dog let's keep it moving ah uh, no that's no, it's kind of I mean, it's different because it's a different kind of chili compared, but it's at the same to an extent it's like the same thing. If you like a chili dog, you'll probably like it. if you like cheese. All right. Okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll get AJ a uh, Skyline chili dog at some point this year. Uh, number six, the International Bowl. Just no sponsors. Yeah, this is just the International Bowl. Um, I've gotten almost every one of these wrong. That's defunct. The defunct makes sense. I'm gonna just follow Sir Nack on this one. All right, fine. Defunct. I'm like, actually, wait. Low key, it might be real. Oh no, because I might have typed real, that real, in when real. I was I'll trying to real, do my real. thing. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go real. Should have kept your original answer. Man. It is defunct. Uh, it was played at the Rogers Center in Toronto, uh, where the Toronto Blue Jays play, um, from 2007 to 2010. Yeah. So no longer exists. I unfortunately. just typed all of these up for a thing I'm working on so I thought for some reason I typed in international maybe there's a sponsor that has international in their name or something I know Zach you got something that people like me in the dogecoin community would call paper hands you don't hold man you gotta have diamond hands (laughs) (laughs) where are we going with this (laughs) what are you people like you never mind I don't even even want to get into that I've got 20 20 dollars on dogecoin it's the funniest thing to bring up a conversation (laughs) (laughs) it's so fun that's Joe Dez's party trick a lot some people can do a backflip some people can do I've Jones got Dogecoin. Dogecoin. <laughs> number God, number seven, the Cherry Bowl. It's no sponsor. Again. It's not. This, it's not real right now. I don't think. I'm gonna go with fake. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna say fake on that one. It could be real, but it also could be defunct. I don't think it's real. Defunct. It is defunct. AJ, hey, the Cherry Bowl uh, played from 1984 and 1985 at the Silverdome. Uh, MSU played and shout lost. Shout out Pontiac. Yeah, shout out Pontiac. Yeah. Uh, spooky place. It's not there anymore. MSU played and lost to Army ten to six in the nineteen eighty four Cherry Bowl. Cherry Bowl. Nice. So shout out Traverse City, even though it's played in. Yeah, I was going to say it's not played anywhere near but, Traverse City. Um, but all right, number eight, the avocados from Mexico Cure Bowl. 
I know the answer to this one. I know there's avocados from Mexico. I'm pretty sure, at least. I don't know if that's the actual bowl. Real. Yeah, I'm just going to stick with real. It is real. It is real. <laughs> it is between App State and Miami this yeah, year. Yeah, that's one of the games on the first day of the... Yeah. That's um, December 16th. Awesome. Cool. Next Saturday. Number nine. Good job, guys. But you don't want to watch that game because you instead want to listen to myself and AJ call Michigan State Baylor basketball. Yeah. Correct. Yes. From um, Detroit. Yes, from Detroit. Shout out Little Caesars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not a Little t- Caesars Bowl. I saw a so. TikTok that not they... Anymore. That they uh, that the Little Caesars Arena uh, media room is very nice, and their media food is. I don't know if they're going to pull out all the stops for. We'll MC find Baylor, out, but hopefully, I need a full review. I love media food. I got. You I'm too. very opinionated about it. Number nine, the Aloha Bowl. That is. I'm going to say defunct. I'll hop in real quick. I'm going to say fake because I'm pretty sure it's called the Hawaii Bowl. I'll go with defunct. It is defunct from 1982 to 2000. Uh, it was played. The Aloha Bowl. Uh, Michigan State went one and one in said bowl game. They beat <laughs> Hawaii in 1989 and lost to Washington in 1997. Yes, so they changed you know. the uh, they changed the name of it. Correct. Uh, the Great Lakes Bowl. Great Lakes. That sounds like another defunct one. All the ones with no sponsors just sound defunct. You're right, but they also could be fake. Yeah, um, that's yeah. I mean, it's not real this year. All right. uh, we know that. The fake versus defunct is getting me, man. It's tough. That was um, a good segment idea. Defunct. That's good. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go fake again, man. It is defunct. <laughs> uh, 1947 was its only edition uh, in Cleveland. Come on, man. How Cleveland. Can you forget that, Zach. Come on. Take your complaint up with Nick Burt. Uh, Kentucky. Coached, I will. Don't worry. Co- coached by Bear Bryant, Kentucky beat Villanova 24 to 14. Oh gosh. Wildcat so, on wildcat crime. Yes. Number 11, the Glass Bowl. Glass bowl. The glass bowl. Every one of these that sounds faked is all defunct, it feels. I'm going to say defunct again, man. I'm going to say... I really think this one is defunct, so I'm going to say fake because I can't buy one right now between <laughs> the... I can tell you what the real ones are. I'm saying fake. It is fake. Thank <laughs> you. The okay. glass bowl is okay. the name of the stadium in Toledo. That's what they call their stadium. Okay, it's the glass yeah. bowl, but it is not a bowl game. Bro, um, I'm rolling right now. Next, yeah, next up, is killing me, yeah. we have... Good, the Goodyear Rubber Bowl. Fake. Uh, fake? Okay. Fake. <laughs> uh, okay. The Goodyear Rubber <laughs> Fake. I want There's to no believe. Chance. I want to believe Goodyear sponsored. That a sounds bowl. like something straight out of a video. Goodyear game, does sponsor bro. a bowl, but it's not the yeah. Rubber Bowl. <laughs> Come on. Rubber Bowl? Are you kidding me? It's Goodyear fake. sponsors the Cotton Bowl. It's fake, kid. It is fake. Yeah. Uh, it <laughs> is just the name of the stadium in Akron. I don't know what is up with Ohio and naming Man, their shout out Brian. Um, the their rubber stadiums shout Rubber out and Brian. Glass. He <laughs> 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 said, "Shout out Bron. Bron. He got ring number five yesterday." Oh God, no! More on that we'll later. That More on that later. No chance. Matt, shut up. <laughs> number it's over. Thir- it's. N- <laughs> you have to find some new material next semester, AJ. We had thirty-one you minutes. You find some in. new material. I you will literally no. hate everybody. What do you mean? <laughs> that is his only material. <laughs> uh, number thirteen, the salad bowl. Salad bowl. <laughs> Man, I want this to be to be defunct so badly, but it, there's no yeah, way. There's no chance. Fake. There's bro. no it's, way. It's gotta please be fake. Please tell me it's fake. Is, is you saying fake? I'm as saying well? fake. Yeah. It is defunct. Uh, <laughs> defunct. <laughs> From 1942 to 1952, it was played in Phoenix, Ten Arizona. Ten years, bro. Five oh, no, years. They, <laughs> there were six editions of it. Oh. Hold on a second. Let's talk about the fact that he just said 1942 to 1952, and then said five years. 
or 47, sorry, 47 to 52. That's my bad. I thought I, I said 47. I was just like, wait a second. I was like, and that took away. I was going to say they, yeah. No, <laughs> never mind. Oh, man. Next up. Number this four. is the fake versus defunct is brutal. No, number 14, uh, the San Diego County Credit Union Poinsettable. This is real. Or not, I don't know if it, it's not real, but it's, uh, ooh, is it real or is it defunct? It, it did happen. It's defunct. The poinsettable I mean, is still a thing. Defunct, yeah. The poinsettable is still a thing, but I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go real. It is defunct. Damn. It was hey, the, uh, that was the official name of it from 2005 to 2016. Josh Allen played in the yeah. final edition of it yeah. in 2016, and they played. Uh, did they play like Cal or somebody Something like, like that. that? Somebody West Coast. Next up, number 15, the Scooters Coffee Frisco Bowl. <laughs> I'm just gonna say real. I hope that one's real. That is real. Real. Yes, it is the bowl game this year being played between UTSA and Marshall. Yep. Nice. Meet me. <laughs> um, number 16, the Oyster Bowl. <laughs> that one's defunct. There. If there's a salad uh, bowl, there's got to yeah. be an Oyster Bowl. I'm still going to go fake, though. Defunct. It is fake. Oh. Not real. <laughs> number 17, the Refrigerator Bowl. Real or not real, but defunct. Yeah, I'll say defunct. I, feel, I think I've heard that. Defunct. Before. I have definitely. I don't heard know where it. you heard that. I was just, I've definitely a, not heard not of that. Not a real I just, bowl game. Fake. I, I might just have what the salad bowl. Would be. Yeah, I hope, I, salad bowl, I hope everyone's enjoying at home following along. Uh, hope you're doing better. Yeah, is than, the Twitch chat getting involved? Uh, we got Jack David in there. Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> Hi, Jack. Thanks, Jack. Um, <laughs> number number eighteen. You're so far away watching on Twitch. See over my shoulder. He's probably cheating. Um, number 18 Jack's like I'm not that talented The Rose Bowl Presented by PlayStation 2 Oh you know That would make So much sense I don't sense, know though I Because Sony like. had the crazy. Fiesta Bowl Like PlayStation had the Fiesta Bowl um, But did they have it In the early 2000s Is the question Oh No Because Tostitos had the Fiesta Bowl Because um, there were some Electric Tostitos Fiesta Bowls <laughs> yeah. um, Boise State defunct, Oklahoma then. was Crazy I'm gonna go defunct Yeah me too Defunct you would be. It is defunct. Yes. Uh, the Rose Bowl. It was the only. It was only called this in 2003 uh, when Oklahoma. Oh, took, I remember played, that. Guys. Played at Washington State. I was like, you were like two, I, one. You I were, was like four months old, my oh, guy. I wasn't born yet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Shout out everybody. Sorry for making you feel old if you're listening, and we made you feel old. But yeah, <laughs> happens. Um, January first, 2003. I was like not even four months old. Wow. I was. Actually, I don't know I if was, I had been I was conceived yet. Old, um, let's see. <laughs> um, where are we at? Number 19. I, when he said, let's see, I thought he was about to do the math. No. <laughs> Number 19. Next one. The famous toastery bowl. Toastery? Toastery. I'm not even sure what I know the answer is. to this one. Oh, okay. Uh, that either means it's real or defunct, I feel like. So I'm going to say uh, I'm gonna say defunct. Defunct. It's real. It is real. Uh, Western Kentucky and Old Dominion will yep. be facing off. This hey, is replacing. Shout out the monarch. Shout out former Michigan State quarterback and Michigan State legend Messiah DeWeaver. Mm. Oh God, who went to Old Dominion? Yeah, the uh, this was supposed to be the Bahamas Bowl, but uh, something I don't know. If Correct. The stadium needs renovation, or like a hurricane yeah, happened or something. There was and, some problems. So with they're it, playing so. in Charlotte, yep. and it's called the Toastery Bowl. Yep. Um, next up, number twenty, we got the Poolin Weed Eater Bowl. What? This has got to be defunct. Is this the last one? No, no we got two more two after more. this. This has got to be you defunct. You say the weed eater bowl? Weed. Weed eater. eater bowl. Weed eater. Because there's no way you made that up. This has got to be defunct. <laughs> I didn't make be... it. Nick Burt made this one. 
Oh, might be the most creative. That makes man me think they... it could be fake, but I'm still gonna say defunct. Fake, fake, fake. Yeah, I'll say defunct. Do you want to make a guess on when it existed? Because it is defunct. I'll say like the 1970s. It yeah, screamed I'll say 70s. 65, 67. Uh, it was existed from 1990 to 1997. Oh, Michigan ooh. State lost to LSU in and 1995. played in it. Michigan State played in they the played Weed in a Eater lot Bowl. Of these, yeah, uh, it is now yeah. the Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl. Earlier talked about in this show. So look yep. at that. It'll, it's all one circular motion, <laughs> up yep. and down and around. Um, number 21, the 68 Ventures Bowl. That is, oh, I know that one. 68 Ventures Bowl? I, I'm just going to say real. It is real. Yeah. 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 yeah it's uh, South Alabama and Eastern Michigan. Go Eagles. Yep. Um, last one, we have the <laughs> Colligan Water Holiday Bowl. I'm so disappointed that there's one that you didn't put on here. But anyways, uh, I'll get to that in a minute. Colligan um, Water. Colligan Water Holiday Bowl. Real, I I don't think it's I think it's defunct. Yeah, I want to say defunct. Oh, that's too. A, never mind. Because <laughs> I think it was real, but I don't think it's this year. Yeah, it's a different person this year. I'm gonna say defunct. It is defunct. 1998 from 2001, it was called the the, the Colligan Water Holiday Bowl. Yeah, so, good job. How guys. did we have a segment like this though, and not have the Pop Tarts Bowl on there? Because that like that uh, one I felt was too obvious. Like I like everybody's talking. Would you about guys the, have known that the Pop Tarts Bowl was real? Did you know that they're gonna eat the Pop Tart mascot? I know, like the Rose Bowl, and that's it. To oh, be Jesus. straight up. <laughs> AJ, did you know about the Pop Tarts Bowl? I've heard of the Pop Tarts Bowl. Yeah, but you still could have put it in. That would have been a lot. Yeah, but for those that don't know, they get to eat the mascot after they win. Yeah, there were a lot of very <laughs> they're taking int- the Mayo Bowl to the next level. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do they finish them, or do they just like take a bite? I don't know. I don't have it. This I, is the first Pop Tarts Bowl. You have to this tune is the in. first one. Yeah, this is the first <laughs> this one. Is the first Might one. see a man eating. Who's live playing on it TV? again? I don't remember. Might see a man eating live. Hold on, I don't think it's a. Guy in a pop tart suit. <laughs> That's not a mascot, then. <laughs> yes, it can be. No, the, I know. <laughs> the Butler Bulldog is a dog. Dog. Um, so the pop tart bowl well, could have a pop tart. that we're going to eat the pop, dog. Pop tart bowl. <laughs> what are we? What are we doing? I, I don't know. I, spiraling, man. It's on our long weekend. It really has. What? <laughs> oh, oh my oh, goodness. Oh, it's uh, NC State, Kansas State. Top oh, that's hey, right. Hey, quick, real quick. What's your guys' favorite pop tart? Rapid fire. There is a there is a correct answer to this in my mind. It is. It's a limited edition one. Pumpkin pie. Oh, mm. I've never had that. Pumpkin pie pop tart. You know what? You've said a lot of things. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> Have you had it? AJ, what's Have the you... answer? Uh, brown sugar cinnamon. It's literally Ooh. the same thing. See, it's I, almost, it's like I've almost got a, identical. No, it's not. Except it is. I will go get one for my, for my apartment. I will stand I will on... I will stand on the hot fudge Sunday. I, I, I will actually mess with the hot hill. fudge. The hot fudge Sunday. Hot fudge Sunday is it. I like it. the wild it berry is, one yeah. too. The okay, do you guys one? toast your pop tarts? No, no, not anymore. You got to be kind of insane. I think man. the. Not I mean, they're kind of designed <laughs> to be toasted. Like, but the hot fudge Sunday one, I've had it a couple times. It has to be warm. I have to heat that really? one up. I have to heat that one up. You know but what, kid? I will go get you a. Pu- pumpkin pie pop tart right now. I will leave this show. Why do you even still have those? What do you mean? Like, never mind. What do you mean? Are you saying I'm gr- are you saying I'm too old to no. eat pop tarts? You, you just eat them throughout the course of throughout like the whole year? No, I literally just eat them from September 1st to like December 31st. That's when they're only out. <laughs> well, that's what I thought. Like that's so I don't eat pop tarts any other part of the year. That's the only time I eat pop tarts. Wow. Yeah, I don't think I've had pop tart in like four or five what? years. To it hasn't been, been four to five years since I've had a pop tart, but it's been a while. I had some this summer though. Quite it's maybe a bit. been like a year and a half. Yeah, but. I don't know that people are tuning in to hear the Pop Tart talk. I think they so are. let's talk about uh, <laughs> Jack David just gave me a face of most definitely people are turning tuning in to hear the Pop Tarts talk. But let's talk about some of these bowl games. Let's go through our I put the New Year's Six bowl down. We can make some picks and our thoughts on these games. Michigan, Alabama, we kinda already picked our playoffs last week. But now that it's been a week, have there been any changes in your guys' thought process? I don't think so. Nah. I thought I can remember. 
Roll Tide. <laughs> I'm taking Michigan over Texas in the championship. Mm. Mm. Did you take Bama, Matt? Yeah, Bama's okay. going to beat. Um, I think Bama's going to beat Texas. Yeah, if Bama beats Michigan, they're winning the whole thing. Yeah, that's why I would say. Yeah. Yeah, I, t- I got Bama over Texas. We'll see. It could be Washington just to. Uh, I mean, I can see Washington just to I don't make know Matt really game. realize that it's Bover. Yeah. <laughs> they win the title, and then it'll it'll it's forever fine. be Bover it's fine. until he gets drafted by the Indianapolis Colts, or he gets drafted by the Tennessee Titans, so then he can forever haunt you in your division. <laughs> I saw a uh, mock draft that had Bonex going to the Lions. Wait, you looked at a mock draft? I did. <laughs> There's a shock. Because I genuinely wanted to see, and I was like, I would love to know. Bo Nix to the Lions would be really interesting. I don't know why they would draft him. I don't know either. Yeah, him and Goff are I'm near here the for same it, though. Because they just dra- <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what did you say? What? Him and Goff are near the same age now. It's just doing a lateral <laughs> move. Oh, <laughs> Penix is older than him. I know. I know. No hey, one said I they should draft Penix either. Joe, that was gas. <laughs> 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 All right, let's do these other New Year's Six Bowls, though, because these weren't out last time we talked about these. You've got Florida State and Georgia in a game that is a lose-lose situation for, like, everyone playing on the field. <laughs> I'm, what do you mean? Like, if Florida State if Florida State wins, all anybody's going to say is, oh, Georgia didn't have their best players playing. If Florida State loses, oh, you never belonged here anyways. If Georgia wins, oh, you beat up on a team on their third-string quarterback. If Georgia loses, oh, you thought you were a top-four team in the country, you lost to a team with their third-string quarterback. <laughs> Nobody wins. I don't know. I mean, I I'm so out on bowl season. If I, Florida State wins this game, though, they get to or they're going to attempt to claim a championship. Yeah. Good luck with that. I mean, uh, their their senator is already uh, yeah their senator trying to asking for a full report with text messages and emails and everything from the committee's decisions. Oh wow! I don't think you can FOIA the college football playoff, but I mean, I'd like to see them try. Maybe. I think they I think they're definitely going to try. Well, props to them, but you know. I hate to break it to you, but I don't think it's gonna work. Yeah, um, let's see. Florida State, Georgia. I did Georgia. I I think Georgia wins that football game. Like even if Florida State was fully healthy, um, Georgia's just that good. So give me Georgia. Yeah, I'm gonna take Georgia. Me too. What about the Fiesta Bowl? Oregon versus Liberty. <laughs> Bonex supposed to play Oregon. Also, Liberty's not good. Like, they have, like, one of the worst strengths of records in the entire country. Yeah, I mean, they're undefeated, but, yeah. Understood. Yeah, I'll go with Oregon. I'm going to take Oregon, too. The Peach Bowl, one of the weirdest matchups because you've got a really good defense and a terrible offense and a really good offense and a terrible defense going at it. <laughs> um, Fun times. Ole Miss and Penn State. Give me, give me Drew that. Aller legacy game. Oh, goodness. What? Give me give me Ole Miss. Uh, these, both these teams are going to be very interesting to watch, but give me Ole Miss. Cotton Bowl, Missouri, and Ohio State. I Cody Schrader legacy game? Oh, my God. I, I got to be completely honest. All these games aren't great. Yeah, like, I, I mean, the best bowl game outside of the playoff is Oklahoma-Arizona, in my opinion. I think that should be And even that game. one, no Dylan Gabriel, no... Ugh. I bowl season needs to die. <laughs> Give me a twenty fourteen playoff that'll replace the bowl games anyways. Um I don't know. Uh give me Ohio State, I guess. That's gonna ruin the last month of the regular season for anybody that's not in that top group though. What do you mean? Like then you have nothing to play for. Because like in college basketball, well, you have something to play for because you have a conference tournament. But if you get to in college football, if you get to November and you're sitting at four and four, you're out. 
Right, so then but what you're is, out now in that situation. Also, right, but you can still get to a bowl game and still have another game and but, another month of practices that can really help and a big spot. I also think that college football is the only sport where when the season starts, the only sport in any of the major sports, professional or college, that when the season starts, there's there are teams that cannot win a national title. Like in college basketball, yes, can and Gardner I'm not Webb. opposed to I'm not opposed to expanding the playoff to 24. That's not what I was saying. I was saying you get rid of everything past that and only 24 teams make the postseason, then you're killing any chance of a lot of teams being able to have anything to play for late. Nobody cares about bowl games anyways. Nobody plays I know you them don't anymore. care. But no, but nobody and the, cares. And if, the players the, don't play in them. The top NFL guys don't right now, but there are still players that play in them and that extra month of practices is a big deal for these programs that are trying to build things. Half of these teams have players enter the portal and don't even have half their rosters playing. Everybody is affected by this. Nobody is playing their full football team like I don't half the time these coaches aren't even being coached by their head coaches during the season it is I don't see the point in bowl season anymore it's not what it was I get your point that's not what it was and I definitely do agree with that I just think completely eliminating it it's going to add to more of the teams don't have any chance to do anything because you're going to have teams that if they lose but they also need to reward even if you're four and four going to September, like say it's a max school, but say they still have a shot to win the conference, because if you win your conference in a 2014 playoff, you're going to at, at 24 teams, every conference would have an automatic bid, which is the way it should be, um, because next year we're gonna have issues where the, the committee's trying to pick a group of yeah, five teams. But that's not ever gonna happen because all anybody's gonna say is we don't need to see Georgia beat Toledo by 60. That literally happens already in March Madness, so it's just like right, but. To be honest, people don't watch. Very few people watch. Everybody watches March Madness. But you watched Alabama versus Texas A&M Corpus yes, Christi last year? everybody watches everything. No. I uh, I watched I watched I Alabama A&M Corpus Christi. Everybody does not. I'm a college basketball everything. sicko. Most people don't watch Alabama versus Texas A&M Corpus Christi. And Matt, you know that. Everybody doesn't watch. Who cares? Them. They're still going to make more money off viewership by having a playoff game than they will if it's the Pop-Tarts Bowl. <laughs> You're right, As, but... I just, and that's all they care about is the money anyways. They don't actually care who's watching as long as they sell the advertisements. I thought I was going to see cartoon steam and like a cartoon train whistle come I out just, of your head for a second. <laughs> I know you're feeling Oh, you will. <laughs> you should add it on the Twitch stream. <laughs> that might be a good animation. <laughs> yeah, but... Matt's always angry, bro. Yeah, fair enough. And he's just shaking his head right Take now. Take a deep I got, But he still looks angry. He's passionate. I just... What are you even like mad about? I don't even know anymore. <laughs> like everything just bothers me. The NCAA is such a shell. Like, what do they actually okay, do? Okay, but is it a shell though? Because a shell implies that it was something before oh, no, this. But it was something because I found was this it? out this week this week. The NCAA it wasn't. You until just grew up. the NCAA <laughs> The NCAA until the eighties controlled the media rights deals for all of college sports. Right, but that doesn't that doesn't mean they Which, were good a good organization. But that just means that they were something. They were in charge. And then the Supreme Court said, no, leave it up to the conferences. And that's why we're in the mess that we are today with everybody leaving and USC playing in the Big Ten. So the Florida NCAA, State, future we Big used Ten to member. be a real country. The NCAA used to be a real governing body. All right. And that was not. That was right, created right, to right. make sure that athletes couldn't be paid. Okay. <laughs> Okay, instead now football players are just being their parents are being called up offered thirty thousand dollars a month to come play for their football team. Well, you know what? Hey, it's a sign of the times, okay? People, <laughs> people want to get paid. What do you expect? All right. People like, have wait, first off, players have been getting played paid, paid anyway, right? Like, right. No you realize this is gonna happen under the table. Somebody said no, that, I, I understand somebody that, said but Shohei like, Otani could have got more as a quarterback on the transfer portal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pay that man. I just I just love seven hundred million. There are people, there are people that are supporting 
the like the the situation of college football now with all the nil but also are like pissed off about like live golf and the oil money <laughs> this is literally the same thing like oil money from texas a&m is arguably the same thing as oil money from the middle east like yeah but it's united states oil money oil money from texas a&m is literally like you got the old no, oil people it, that oh, with, with okay. billions of all right, dollars all right, we're, pocket, gonna, we're gonna move, it we're gonna move off of this uh, and we're gonna oh, take a break smart. msu basketball I and college basketball and no, look not. around Coming around the corner, Matt Corey joining us when we come back on WDBM. Welcome back to the Green and White Report on WDBM East Lansing. Matt Merrifield, AJ Evans, and Matt Corey joining me. I'm Zach Sardenic here to talk about some college basketball. Uh, we're going to talk about some Michigan State hoops. We went into last week saying that the games this week were must-win games for Michigan State. Yeah. Well, they didn't win Tuesday. Uh, that was brutal at home. To Wisconsin, they have to win tonight, but we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, I, Matt, I'll give you a soapbox. This is your last chance for the year. Go ahead. What I, I mean, yeah, it upset me, but it's been like what five days since they played, so I kind of the energy's not there. I'm sorry. I, I apologize. Wow. Those. I mean, AJ and I, we had a long discussion. What was that Wednesday night after the meeting about um, some of the issues? I think part of it is yes, this team was expected to do a lot because of the amount of talent is on this basketball team. Unfortunately, you can't throw 12 guys together and expect it to just work. It has to be the right mix of players. See, and the funny thing is is that in the offseason, all Izzo talked about was how this was his best group in terms of chemistry that he's had in his time here. Doesn't, it doesn't look like it. And it like doesn't it. at all. I mean... It looks like these guys have no idea what their roles are. It, it You have... Tyson Walker's doing Tyson Walker things, but I honestly believe... I mean, losing Hauser last year sucked, and then he had to go... It, it, Whatever you have yeah, to, you have to, you have to, you have to move on at some point, yeah. right? You, it, it's 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 college basketball. Um, you have to reload, and I think I think they did. I think that, that there's a lot. Well, they they just group, haven't showed it yet. The, the freshman. The problem is, and this has been the problem for the last four years since Cassius Winston graduated. Izzo's recruiting classes, other than this year, haven't been great. So this year, he brings in. I, he brings in a top end, like he brings in the top end talent to fill some roles. We haven't seen a player like Xavier Booker and East Lansing since Jaron Jackson. That's great. Problem is, is that number one, he doesn't stand on the floor. Um, but well, he doesn't stand on the floor. Did you watch how he's been I mean, on the floor? He, he like it's not right. He hasn't and he's going to develop time on the floor. right. And he will be fine. The question is, will he be you, fine in you, East Lansing? You, you haven't had a player like Cohen Carr. Honestly, he's more like Brandon Dawson than he is um, Miles Bridges. I know he's a freak athlete. He's when it more comes like to- Jason Richardson, I think, at Michigan State than he is. Anybody else, I think. But guys, what, what? This is also a part of the problem. I'll talk about it in a minute. But I know you're trying to compare it to players. Like I, 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 I really, the more I'm hearing that, I hate that we do that. I, I, I agree. My, my, my story is that they're this, their own player, but it's style of play, and it just fits into a system yes, where but these guys are different. Jay right. Makins is not Gary Harris. Cohen Carr is unlike anybody that we've seen. He's a blend of a handful of guys, but he's right. not like agreed. Anybody. But. And the Jay Nakins thing, I agree with. And Jay Nakins is where I was going to go when you talked about recruiting classes at Michigan State. When you said the recruiting classes weren't that, haven't been that good. That class with Akins was pretty solid. Right. Well, my, well, I mean, it's you had Akins, Max Christie, but he didn't. He was here right, for a but year, but that doesn't mean it wasn't a good class. But it it does right. when you're trying to build a program because Izzo it, doesn't do one and done because no. it doesn't mean it's a bad it, class because those guys are still producing. Max Christie produced when he was in East Lansing. Right. Mm. He Just did. because he didn't he average did. forty Matt, a game for you, Matt. He had Matt, one he half. Did. He played a, no. his first half against Michigan was no, the best Matt, he looked. He the only time he looked like a five star recruit. Max Christie was not a top ten player in the country his freshman year. Max Christie was still solid. And you've got he and was how solid. Many, how many five star recruits immediately come in and, and play 
like they're five-star recruits off of the bat. That doesn't always happen. It doesn't always happen, but there are players in the country right now that some, are doing it. There are there some, are but some. there are also multiple top 25 recruits in the country that are my, averaging two my, minutes a game. My point, right. going back to the player comp thing, isn't that I want Cohen Carr to be Brandon Dawson or the next Biles Bridges. It's more so when these players were in East Lansing, Michigan State and Tom Izzo's system worked at its best, and Izzo hasn't been recruiting players that fit that style of play. So he's finally getting those players back because I don't see how Malik Hall and... I mean, the funny thing is, is if you ask Tom Isso, he would say Malik Hall fits his system better than any player he's got on his well, team. Well, that and is I know ironic. you disagree because you really don't like Malik Hall, but that's not Malik Hall has been one of their best players this year, he has. and they're four and four because of it. It's not because oh, of it though. Okay, recruiting is not the problem. There are a million problems, and we broke a bunch of. Them I, and I agree. But, There's a lot of things we could talk about, but I mean, when it gets down to it, this team right now has gotten by on its talent and being good enough to beat the teams that they were supposed to beat up on. And even as bad as they've looked, they've still been competitive throughout every game, which I think speaks volumes to how deep this team is. Yeah, I mean, they Arizona just obliterated Wisconsin. They look like by far the best team in the country. Michigan State had them on the ropes. They should have won that game in Palm Springs. They, they should have finished. To me, Arizona looked better throughout the course of that game. I thought Michigan and not the they better, were the, the better, better team. team. Yeah, the better team doesn't always win. Right, but, but Michigan still. State still should have won that game. But also, too, this team, there's a lot that's wrong. But even if things were going well, even if AJ Hogard was playing well, even if everybody was doing well individually, I keep saying, and I feel like a broken record, this team still just doesn't do the things that great teams do, which is like all of the little details. Just finding things. ways to win games. Yeah, I mean, and also too, just taking care of. Simple things that this team should know right. how to take care of, like, like defending a right. ball screen properly. And yeah, and but when's the last time they defended a ball screen properly? Like in the last few years. Like when but is the Zach, Xavier Tillman? But Zach, that's a part of. The no, problem, I know. I'm know? I'm agreeing with you. Yeah. I'm just saying that that's not something that changed from the expectation to this year, in my mind, because Xavier Tillman was the last guy here that really could defend a ball screen but at I Michigan think, State. But that's the thing, though. It should. If this is a team that we're talking about to be right, I agree with you. Know, you. I would, championship contending team? I would say, AJ, another thing I think is an issue, and we were kind of talking about this on Wednesday, was the. I think there's too many cooks in the kitchen in the backcourt. I genuinely, I think there's, how many guards does this team have? Five that all try and play? Four. You have Holloman. He's, oh, he's okay. counting. Walker, he's counting. Okay. And Aikens yeah. does count. He's, what, 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, um, I mean, he plays the three, but he truly is a guard. He's not a true wing player. Um, Most twos and threes in a lot of sets are interchangeable. Right, but I'm just saying from the standpoint of you have, what, five guards that you're all trying to mix in. And, like, obviously last year, I think Holloman should play more. He's deserved it. But at the same time, it's kind of Tyson Walker, go do your thing. AJ's struggled, but he still has to play his minutes because he is the best true point guard on this team. He's playing better as of late, Right, I thought he played played well on Tuesday, um, all things considered. But the problem is that I think – Aikens, to an extent, has just gotten lost because there's so many guys, and you're trying to increase the roles of Fears and Holloman while maintaining Walker and Hogard, and Aiken, all. And Aikens just kind of gets lost. Aikens looked lost against Wisconsin, but he hasn't looked lost the rest. No, of the he's way just not hit. He's just not been hitting shots. Yeah, and I feel I feel for him because I think the he can't have a bad night because he doesn't get too many shots, and it's frustrating because he's a really talented player, but he doesn't have the same leash and the same freedom that Hogard. Mm-hmm. And, and Walker have where, you know, they can 
you know, take five shots, miss them all, and still find a way to stay in the game. But it's, Aik, like, Aikens has to make the shots he gets. But it's right? also disappointing as to why we haven't seen Aikens, because Aikens had such a great year last year, why he hasn't taken that leap up. And I think it's because everybody else is trying to take that next step as well, and there's just too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah. I think the sample size was smaller, though, too. Like, you know, yeah, Aikens that, was hurt for most of the first half of the year. Right, and so he came back, immediately shot the cover off the ball, and was great, and it was like... And then we look back and we say, oh, he had a great year. But like I said, the sample size was small, one. And two, also, too, like I think Aikens' playing style is not indicative of how he played last year, despite no. what people think. And, and a lot of people, we talked about this, a lot of people yes. have tried to box him in as this 3 and D guy. That is not who Jaden Aikens is. He's a Jaden Aikens is a really good spot-up shooter, but he's not like a marksman from three like Joey Hauser where he can catch the ball off of the on the move and like he just makes all kinds of shots from long range no he's a great spot up shooter and that's about it but he's a guy who like thrives off of I think getting into the paint he also has a really good pull-up but he just doesn't get a lot of opportunities in this offense yeah it's gonna be really interesting I still am I want to see this team with Jackson Kohler back because I really do think that's gonna open up a lot of things I hope because I think the shots are gonna start falling for this team from deep there's too many good shooters. I think the shots are going to start falling. But I think that adding Jackson Kohler gives you some sort of offensive presence down low, and that allows you to get some spacing. Go ahead, Matt. I feel like, um, yeah, I don't even know. Really kind of there's issues somewhat top to bottom with this team, but I do think it all stems from that, that the center's third body has struggled offensively all year long and it's kind of just been the same thing over and over again, it feels like, with this offense. I don't know, like, Kohler coming back, I don't know how much it's going to impact it, but I do think that as a whole, I think this team's going to start meshing soon. I've thought that all year long, and they've proved me wrong, you know, against Wisconsin, against Arizona. Yeah, sample size is still really small, though. Exactly. So I yeah. think that this team still has a lot of ways to go. I think that they're going to start meshing. I think those rotations are going to start getting better and better as uh, the games go on. And obviously the expectation is to beat Nebraska. You have to beat Nebraska. You, you can't to. lose this game. That Baylor game, I think it's going to be close. They've been close in every game. I mean, the Wisconsin game is the one that's been the furthest from close, and even that was a three-point yeah. game. In the they, last five minutes. They have been. The thing is, though, you know, for one, out of most of these games, they've gotten punched in the mouth. And right. To start you got to start quick. And then, and then, but then, and then, too, though, there have been these, like, like these gaping holes within, like, the games. Like, oh, yeah, they're doing fine. They just can't make a, a three-pointer. Or, yeah, they're doing fine, but they just can't get a rebound to save their lives. You know, the other team keeps getting an offensive rebound. Or they're fine, but the offense looks discombobulated. Like, this team is really talented, but it's disturbing that we continue to have these conversations about like how bad they are in certain aspects of a game with them managing to stay in games, but then we expect them to at some point start winning these games. Does that make sense? Like, Yeah, I mean, the thing is, a lot of these things are fixable. And it's something that... A I lot know of these things are bad habits. They are bad habits, me. but they're fixable habits. And they're things that... With the exception of the three-point shooting not going down, I think that's something that they're going to get going in. But I'm still willing to give this team the benefit of the doubt at the moment in terms of track record for Tom Izzo's teams. They figure it out. 
Yeah, I just got to hop in, Zach, before we move on past basketball. I, every time I watch the games, Mai Sissoko, great person. I don't know what he does on the court besides being a body, to be honest. He, when he gets the ball on offense, it's hot potato every single time. It feels like every time wow. I watch, his plus minus is the opposite of my average golf scorecard. I shoot like a 103. Wow. Yeah. That, I think that's a little harsh. I think Maudie has great had guy, some good great things. Person. I, just I think Maudie really has had some good games Joe this coming year. In with um, he's coming in from like <laughs> up 10 things ahead of the, above the top rope. But I think Maudie's had some decent games. Maudie struggled with turnovers in a big way, and Maudie has... Hey, he shoots free throws very well. His Marty free throws is. are very well. I will admit that. But on offense, it just doesn't seem like he knows what he's doing with the ball. On defense, there's a lot of fouls that come in bad times. There's momentum building. One side, Cohen Carl got a dunk. Next side, immediate play after, it'll be a foul on the end. A lot of times it hasn't been Motti that's been getting the foul, though. It's been Hogard or Akins or those guys that are committing those Hogard, fouls. I, I think, too, Hogard is not. We haven't talked about it, but he's not getting a lot of calls like at all. He's not. and he, yeah. Him and Izzo are not meshing at all. Like, he gets a big and one in that Wisconsin game. Um, or no, it was in the Georgia Southern game. And he goes his little like shrug to the crowd, or maybe it was Wisconsin. I don't remember. And then he comes off the floor, and Izzo starts screaming at him about a defensive possession from three plays ago. And Hogarth just shrug- throws up his arms. He's like, are you kidding me? Because he just made some crazy big play that got the momentum, forced another a timeout from Georgia Southern, and yet Izzo wants to scream about him. And then Izzo, after the game, says, when you're a senior and you say, what do you mean? That's not a good thing. You should know what I mean. Like those guys, they're not meshing right now. A lot, a lot of coaches do that. It's, they do, but that's a, though. but that's a. I mean, it it does, but it doesn't. I think recency looks- bias has taken over. There was I saw a clip of when Michigan State was playing in 2020, and they're on a big run against Penn State at, towards the end of that year. And Izzo starts screaming at Cassius in the middle of the possession. Cassius throws the ball to somebody else, walks back across half court, and starts yelling at Izzo <laughs> while the game's going on. And Michigan State went on a 22 to three run and won that game. Like, Izzo is always like this with those guys, but it's the response hasn't been there yet. But I still think it can be. But like, I think there's still 23 games left. Right. In the but season. I think the response is part of the reason why the team is in this spot. Like with all the bad habits, it's the leadership on this team, the senior experience is, are guys that I, I I don't know. I mean, if you could pick Cassius Winston versus, or I only wanted to pick Pat Cassius, but like a guy. Adrian Payne being a leader on this team versus Malik Hall or AJ Hogar, just the way they carry themselves on on the court. The, I, 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 I don't yeah. like Malik Hall in that. No, though. The, the one thing I will say though it, that mm. I, that has bothered me is that I've seen and we've seen it, and I've talked to you about it. These guys, when things go awry, which has been just about every game, they start fussing at each other. Yeah, and they start fussing at Izzo, and that that is something that needs to be fixed immediately that's not that is a horrible trait and habit to have like i saw you know you know what team did that a lot last year memphis and their season their season literally went up in flames because of that but you, you know started, what team you know what team actually or also did that a lot last year and is very similar to this michigan state team and you're going to hear it a lot it's the more this michigan state team struggles is north carolina last year yeah and a lot of people thought the problem was caleb love and they were like caleb loves the problem all this stuff well caleb loves now producing on the number one team in the country this year um, but that North Carolina team was the first ever AP number one team in the preseason to miss the tournament. But I mean, the more that this Michigan State team struggles, the more you're going to hear that comparison. I don't, I don't know if it's necessarily fair. Caleb Love still could have been the issue because he North Carolina the issue. because North Carolina is still having a good year this year. Like I think it was, yeah, no, it was he might have been the issue. But what I'm that team and this team are very similar in terms of what they had, what they were losing. The only thing they were losing was their stretch four that was a sharpshooter. 
Both teams had the same thing. They were adding some big pieces, and it just never came together. I don't know. I just the offense as a, I just as a whole. Just I don't. I, it bot. I they look like they don't know what they're trying to accomplish on offense. Um, like their their run to get back in the game on Tuesday was bring the ball up the floor. Get it to Tyson Walker, Tyson Walker as quickly as possible, and let him shoot a three. Them and running the same play on they, three straight they, they possessions ran it three was hilarious. Plays in they a just row. ran, they ran Hogard the first time off it, and then Walker twice. They just ran. He would start on the right wing. They would run a double pin down on the blocks, and he would sprint around that, come out to the left wing, catch and shoot three. That's it. That's the then, play they run. As soon as he missed time. one, it was over. Finest. Well, no, they. What happened was they pulled Hogard. Izzo tried to give those guys each a break. When they were down three with eight minutes left, they pulled Hogard out of the game. Michigan State gave up three points. Then they pulled out Walker and Hogard for a minute. Then all of a sudden, by the time those guys got back in, it was 11. Yeah. I think just bottom line, you know, it's still very early. The sample size is Correct. incredibly small. But um, these next few weeks will be telling, and this team is going to have to wake up sooner rather than later. Uh, got to win tonight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, starts, it starts with tonight. You have to win tonight, um, but – and then you've got you can't, you some can't big games after that too. Yeah, Oakland I mean. and Oakland and Stony Brook are not great. No. Indiana State's a very good basketball team. Indiana State's nine and one. They're one of the best. They're one of the best mid-major teams in the country. Yeah. So you can't continue to sputter out of the gates. The margin for error is small. So you got to be ready. And you got to get some things moving. I mean, looking. I know it's early season net, and I understand that Michigan State women's basketball was number seven in the net with uh, their struggles on their team. I don't think they're going to finish that way, but. Looking at the net, can either of you venture a guess where Michigan State is? And actually, uh, they did just move up a bunch yesterday up. because a bunch of teams lost. But uh, I'm going to say 75th. Nope. Well, you're close. But okay. No. I say I know they're in the 80s. They're in the 80s. They were. They were. In the 80s. They, were. they were 90th after they lost to Wisconsin. I don't know. 68. Mm-mm. They're 79th right now. They were 85. They're up to 79. Um, but yeah, and Nebraska is 78. So. Lovely. Nebraska we'll ball. I love but, Nebraska. Um, what yeah. is Nebraska ball? No, what is Nebraska? Ask Fred Hoiberg because I don't. I don't. It's it's um. Michigan Kamenaga. State's still top thirty in the in Ken Palm yeah. though. I mean their defense is look. Has MSU been is thirteenth in Ken Palm defensively and 69th offensively. Um, but their luck, which I know you're not going to like this stat, Michigan State is last in the country in luck, which means they're the Ken most Palm. unlucky team in the country. Correct. Correct. Okay, so I, at that point. I mean, we have to take into account the four teams that they've lost to, or three teams. Is it four now? Four. All four. of them top 20. Four. Are, sorry, they're not the last team. They are 355th. They are 362, right. my apologies. Right, but they're, they, the teams they've Point lost remains. to, and then even if you include the Tennessee game and the exhibition, which that game was, I mean, you couldn't follow out, and there's, I mean, it's an exhibition, so you can't really take that into account, but they've lost to four very good basketball teams. Four Absolutely. top 20, well, Absolutely. would have been top 20 teams in the country if Wisconsin didn't have to play Arizona this week. But I just like to be truly honest. I still honest, think Wisconsin like, should be ranked, but they won't be. They'll fall out of the rankings because they got beat by thirty. But so by that measure, they'll they've beaten everybody they're supposed to. Other than I mean James Madison, you still have to beat at home. Even yeah, the Wisconsin big thing is they haven't too. been able. To, well, Wisconsin at home, yes, but they haven't been able to finish. There are two games on their schedule that they had and didn't finish. If they finish James Madison and they finish, finish Arizona, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> but if they finish James Madison and finish Arizona, they're up by. Three against Arizona in the final minutes. They're up by four against James Madison with a minute two to go. You finish those two games, they're six and two, and no one is complaining. Absolutely. Can you imagine how good this team would be if they got off 
Well, and they and they and can, they can. This team is not. I'm not worried about this team yet. This team will be fine. In my opinion, we'll see. But it keeps on. I mean, the longer this goes, the the more that people are going to be worrying about it. I've seen some brackets that don't. A lot of brackets don't have them in it right now. Some have had them as a last team in. Others have had them not even on the bubble. But it is. It's- Way too early. Correct. I mean, it is December tenth. I think they will be fine. I think this team will still be fine. Um, the only disappointing issue is uh, just as a fan of this team, it kind of sucks every year when this team's an quote unquote underseeded seven. Like I want them to be a top four seed in the tournament, right? I want to see them. I mean, they still could be. They still can but... be if they turn around, but they pretty much have to like take care of business starting. Like they they have to have yeah, some, they, they got to be some, they, they got to be marquee ne- wins they, they got to beat, beat Nebraska they got to beat Baylor they got to go on a run here which I mean looking at their schedule they have the next few games they've got Nebraska and then they've got Baylor and then they play Oakland and Penn or Oakland and Stony Brook and then they look at playing games against Indiana State so if you win those five games. You're looking at yourself at nine and four. Then you've got Penn State at home. Game you need to win. You're ten and four. You go into a stretch where you're at Northwestern, which is always a tough place to play, and then at Illinois. Even if you split those games, you're now looking at eleven and five. Rutgers at home, gotta win it. Minnesota at home, gotta win it. Maryland's not good. Gotta win that. All of a sudden, you just by taking care of business in games and beating Baylor, you're looking at a team that is 14 and five going into at Wisconsin home against Michigan and then Maryland Minnesota again. You win yeah. three of the four of those games. We're I mean, looking at a team that's 17 and six, right? And well, even and even if they do, you got to win these next two though. Will be very they very, will they will but be this, very telling. I'm looking at this Big Ten schedule, and I know it's tough to win on the road in the Big Ten. I get that. This schedule is light for what it could be. I mean... I mean, Penn State, Northwestern, Illinois, Rutgers, Minnesota, Maryland, Wisconsin, Michigan, Maryland, Minnesota, Illinois, Penn State, Michigan, Iowa, Ohio State, and then Purdue, Northwestern, Indiana to close. That's a light schedule. I mean, yeah, the the Big Ten's just not what it has been. I mean, the Big Ten really has been truly elite in the last couple of years. Um, it's been really deep. But even this year, there isn't. it isn't that deep. Like, I could still see this team finishing with single-digit losses. Yeah. Which I, sounds yeah. insane, no. but, but I could I, very I, realistically I think, see it. I think both of you guys are... I think the thing is, you know, when we're talking about this team, and I, I say this, you know, hoping that you guys are, but, like, we're talking, speaking in the air that they're... Still, the team that we expected them to be at the start of the year, which was a you know national championship contending team. So, as far as wins and losses goes, you know I'm not too worried about what this team's going to do. I think they're going to beat up on the teams that they're supposed to. I think they're still going to win a lot of games. I, but um, how they've matched up against teams that they're supposed to be in the you know same air, you know like supposed right. to be like in the same type of status with, you know hasn't been. Well, but at the end of the day, out of those teams that I mentioned, are how many teams are there? on there that are supposed to be in that same no, realm well, of them because well, the Big Ten's just not that good. I, I know, and that's my and that's my point. And also, too, I think that could be it, – it works both ways I because think, at some point you could win a lot of games, but also, too, you get to continue to get by with those horrible habits that we've talked I, about. I think Michigan State will win today. 
They'll take care of business. They usually do in so. Nebraska. I don't think they're beating ba- – Baylor is a really good basketball team. Like, they've been the standard in college basketball the last four years since the, when the 2020 season that got canceled. I thought they were going to win the title, and then they just turned around and did it the next year in the bubble. And since, like, that run, they I think they lead the country in wins in the last five years. Like, they have – Scott Scott Drew – has, Baylor is very, very good. I do think this Michigan State team can beat Baylor. They can. But they have to start but fast. I kind if of start slow against Baylor, I feel like Baylor. just all year we've been like, well, there's that Baylor game in Detroit, like, but it's not the same as playing Duke or playing Arizona. I think this game is tougher than Duke. Like well, I, I disagree. I, this, Arizona, or this Baylor team is really good. They are very good. I don't think that they're – I don't think that this is a tougher game than – I think this is a base, de facto home game for Michigan State um, in Detroit. Baylor's very good, but Michigan State tough. right. But Michigan State has had games that they've gotten to play, and they're they've played good teams. They played Duke, they played Arizona, they played Wisconsin. I don't think this is a tougher game than Duke. I, I mean, we'll find out because Baylor uh, plays Duke the game after they play Michigan State, right? So, I mean, we'll find out. But I, I don't see Michigan State going into Detroit and winning that game, unfortunately. But we'll see. It does. I don't think that they are like. I'm not going to say I would favor them to win the game, but I think that they can win that game, and I think there's a very real possibility. But we're going to see how they play tonight, because tonight's a big, big deal. Um, tonight's uh, might be one of their biggest games of the year so far, just from the sake of keeping the season intact. Because if you drop to Nebraska and then you lose to Baylor, then it's like. But, um, yeah, then you're four and six. But I, I think that we could beat Baylor just because this team should be at the point where we want them to be at that point in the season. I know it's still early, but they've had enough games where they've kind of been able to um, try to get things figured out, which is why I was a little disappointed with the Wisconsin loss because I thought coming into Big Ten play, it would be a little different than the struggles that they had. But I think Baylor's a winnable game. I think they they go toe to toe with all the best teams that they've played, and they gotta pull one of them off, right? We're gonna see. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, let's move on to yeah. Let's go around the country because there's a lot that happened this week. Illinois looked really good on Tuesday. They beat a pretty good Florida Atlantic team by double digits in the Jimmy V Classic. UConn beat UNC in that as well. Not really that surprising, but it was a big game. And then looking at it the other way, Grand Canyon beat SDSU. There were a lot of upsets this week. Grand Canyon beat SDSU. Marquette dismantled Texas. They did. I mean, that wasn't even close. But then Illinois, after looking really good against FAU, um, got beat by Tennessee. Yeah, I mean, a lot of big games uh, this week. I think my favorite um, was in the Big East ACC crossover matchup between Louisville and DePaul yesterday. Oh, my. That was your favorite? That was my favorite. You didn't watch, AJ? Who won that game, by the way? DePaul I did not won. see. DePaul, DePaul did? I did not. They were one-and-a-half-point favorites. Yeah, Nick Burt posed the question, who would win a game first, DePaul or the Pistons? Um, the answer is DePaul, DePaul apparently. DePaul won 
Um, now Louisville. Now also. you're gonna see the cartoon steam come from AJ's head. Yeah, yeah. How do you feel about that? Tony Stubblefield should be running your poverty NBA franchise, AJ. Wow. Who? Tony Stubblefield. You don't know who Tony Stubblefield is? Exactly. He's the head coach. Have of you DePaul. seen the, the TikTok? The guy that just goes goes who? Who? You know what? That's. That's what AJ. Tony Stubblefield was. always has like okay, a blank man, you know, look quiet, on his face. First off, you kind of look like Tony Stubblefield. You're a lazy fan, all right? You what do you mean? You check in every few years. The pieces are still bad. They tear it all down. Blah blah blah. Kevin I, Ollie. Who looks like T Tony Stubblefield? You do. <laughs> what? No, I don't. <laughs> Let me look. Hold on. I wish we could show this on the Twitch stream, but yeah, no, cannot. But uh, while you find that, let's keep going here. Purdue came back to beat Alabama in a thriller. Alabama hit 19 threes, made a oh, big... No. <laughs> no, 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 oh, man. no. Yeah, you Everybody should, Google a picture sh of Tony shave the, shave the, oh If you'd God. like. Shave the goatee uh, and you look just yes, like Tony Stubblefield. Like. No. No. But, um, no, sir. But yeah, Purdue came back to beat Alabama. Alabama hit 19 threes, had a huge game. Purdue had guys that struggled at big moments, and yet Purdue still won. I mean, That's screw Purdue. That's what good teams do. Yeah. You know? I mean, they put up 92 points still. Yeah. Um, Alabama was really hot that game. Yeah, they were. Arizona just obliterated Wisconsin, like we mentioned. 25-point uh, win for Arizona, even though Connor Asijin caught a scorpion before the game. Um, so, that's tough. Yeah. A friend of the program, Mike Woodson, got rocked by uh, Auburn yesterday. They did. Somebody said it was the worst loss in the Woodson era. And I what, didn't watch it. Sounds right. They yeah. took care of business in Ann Arbor on Tuesday. That's all I care about. Jawan fraud is. watch. But... Oh, you know what? I'm tired of hearing you talk. I really am. <laughs> AJ kidding. turns his headset down. He's like, I don't want to hear Matt anymore. Um, it's a good thing that AJ's not over here because Matt would get muted like every other sentence. Mm -hmm. Brings up the Pistons, instant mute on some uh, around the horn mute buttons. Uh, poverty franchise. It is a poverty franchise. You disagree? I think you have to have more than a little bit to be a poverty franchise. You can make the argument that the Colts are more of a poverty franchise. The Colts the are in a playoff spot. Right now, but you're talking about poverty franchise. Like, in terms of franchise includes a history. Right. You're right. And poverty was, team right. since is they the got team the, that is right now. The Indianapolis Colts in Indianapolis, not a poverty franchise. Whatever happened in Baltimore, not irrelevant. My point is, is that if you're going to talk about a team being a poverty team, call them a team, not a franchise. No, but it's the whole franchise because it starts at the top with Tom Gores, and that right. But that's still a part of the team. He's not though, because if but, it was a part of the team and he cared, this team wouldn't be this awful. Matt, be quiet. Bro. You don't <laughs> even watch the Pistons. Oh my god. Give me a reason to <laughs> to be quiet or to watch the Pistons. Yes, <laughs> to have something to say. Um, all right, St. Mary's beat Colorado State and Utah beat BYU. A lot of these teams falling from the top. Just eight undefeateds left. Um, all right. Here's some. Today's been the trivia day. Matt Merrifield, how many of the undefeated college basketball teams can you name? It could be both of you guys if you want. Purdue. But, uh, Purdue's not undefeated. Northwestern just beat them. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> Arizona's undefeated. That's, Arizona, Arizona's yes. Undefeated. Is Kansas still undefeated? Nope. They no. lost to Purdue. We're just talking about them. Baylor's still undefeated. Baylor's undefeated. Um, how many are there? Eight. Uh, Is Houston still undefeated? Yes. Okay. Shout out, uh, Kevin should. Sampson. Um, hmm. Hmm. How many of them are Power Five or Power Six? If you include the Big East, you have to include the Back Twelve. One, two, three Power Six teams left. Um, but none of them are like basketball powerhouses. God. Uh, 
Oh, I'm blanking right now. This is not good. AJ, you got any guesses? Uh, uh, no, Auburn's not undefeated. Never mind. Um, There's one easy one left. Or not necessarily easy, but like you should know that they're still undefeated. No. We've already talked about them multiple times today. Oh, yeah? DePaul? <laughs> <laughs> you saw this team up close. Oh, um, JMU. James Madison. Okay. And now you've got three teams. You've got an ACC team, an SEC team, a Big Twelve, te- another Big Twelve team, and then one other team. Oh Jesus! Oh God! BYU. I literally just said BYU lost. Oh, <laughs> they lost last night. Damn. Matt only listens to him. I out. yeah, for real. <laughs> Matt Corey, you got any guesses? Um. Mm. Oh, okay. I, I'm look. I'm cheating now, but there's oh. some football powers. Well, not even really football powers anymore. Uh, there's there's no, an uh, old football power. Give me uh is if Princeton still undefeated? Yes. Okay. Ooh. Thank you, Nick Burt. Was that on there or no? No, it was not. Okay. I just looked at the top of the net rankings and to see okay, who was still yeah. undefeated. Yeah, Princeton's still undefeated. So now you're looking at three power six teams. Wow, I almost said this team and then I thought no, they had lost. Okay. Who were you thinking? Um Clemson. Oh, Clemson, oh, yeah. I uh yes. I just found another one. Um Future Spartan head coach Porter Moser in Oklahoma. He's not going to be future Spartan he head needs coach, to be. but yes, Oklahoma. I love Porter Moser. All right, there's one Get more team. I don't think you guys are going to guess it. Joe Des, you got any guess, or did you already look it up? Ah, Jack David, guess from the studio audience. Think oh, SEC. I just I got the text on who it is. My yeah. well, not my guy because he's a garbage human being. But <laughs> Clemson's not in the SEC. Clemson's in the ACC. No, 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 they're not. <laughs> no, they might be. Because the ACC is going to be gone after Florida State got left out. But, yes. all right, the answer's Ole Miss. Shout out oh. Chris Beard. Okay. Yeah, the answer's Ole Miss. Fear the um, beard, for real. So that's that's your crew um, that are undefeated There are still. lots of people that fear the beard. I think all eight of those teams should be ranked next week. But um, just in principle, if I'm being honest, Chris you're beard into December. Out. But, um, yeah, lots of chaos here towards the end of non-conference play. And next Saturday, we talked about the MSU-Baylor game. That's going to be a really fun day of college basketball. I mean, I'm pulling up the slate right now, but it starts with at noon, you've got Kansas or 1230 Kansas at Indiana at 230 Texas A&M's at Houston. Baylor's playing Michigan State in Detroit at two Arizona's at Purdue or Arizona's playing Purdue in Indianapolis, North Carolina's at Kentucky, Alabama's at Creighton or sorry, North Carolina, Kentucky's in Vegas, Alabama's at Creighton. I mean, there's some good basketball get, next Saturday. You also have you also uh, have five bowl games. You have Ed Cooley and Georgetown taking on uh, Micah Shrewsbury, friend of the program, and Notre Dame at two. He's not a friend of the program. He is a friend of the program. He's just the only person that you like in the entire. No, world. No, he is a friend of the program. He said hi to us in Chicago last year. He is oh. very much a friend of the program. All right. Um, I stand my case on what I. So said is earlier. um, Bill Walton's a friend <laughs> of the program last year when he gave uh, Impact a shout out on uh during the PK80 at like two a.m. Yeah, like, it was like, it was a good two thirty in the morning. Um, that was brutal. Shout out, Bill, man. God, can he call Peacock games? Buffalo Bison's legend. Jesus. San Diego Clippers. Northwestern yep. plays DePaul next Saturday. Battle for Chicago. Neither of those schools are real. Um, Correct. For real. But let's let's Matt, get to some... While we have Matt Corey on here, let's get to some uh, Shohei Otani talk oh, quickly. Oh, boy. Because he said guy. he's got a rant about that. I don't know if it's necessarily a rant. I think it's more of jealousy. 
on my uh, end. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right. understandably. I about, right. So I'm going to start by saying, if you guys can name the eight teams that his annual salary is like larger than you. the payroll. Uh, the Detroit Tigers. Yes, sir. Nope. Not, does that not, in, is that going into next year or does that from this year? You know what? Because you're going to get Cabrera off the is, books. Then it pr- yeah, it will be the Tigers. Um, the Oakland Athletics. Probably the Shout Tampa the Bay A's. Rays. Yeah. Not on Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah. Cleveland. Is Milwaukee there? Yes. Yeah. Okay. P- Pittsburgh. Um, yes. Yeah, Pittsburgh's there. Cincinnati's probably there. They've got all the rookies. Yep. So how many teams do we have left? Um we got most of them. We probably got four left. Um, the Yankees. You have and then they didn't say them. Three. Three left? Three. Okay. Yeah. Um it's is it the Miami Marlins? Yep. yep. The Royals. Yep. The Royals, more, and then they blew up this year. You guys yeah, should know. One this. of them's a young team. Young team. Oh, is it the Diamondbacks? No. Baltimore. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, that would make sense. They've also got a lot of rookies. Yeah. Oh, the Diamondbacks are paying uh, what's his name? Aren't they a ton of money. Uh, Cattell or money yet or no? I feel like they they have they bigger playing, contracts. They might be playing Marte. They've got but, a few decent contracts, um, but yeah. Um, let's let's guess. Will the m- number of people in this room right now make an, a combined seven hundred million dollars? No. Like, will all of us no. in our lifetime combined make seven hundred million dollars? No, mm-hmm. sorry, Jack. What? I'm just saying that's not You're a not slight on you. It's a slight on all of us. None of like, there's what six of us in this room. We might not make like. 10 million. We might not reach his annual salary of 70. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of where I was at was uh, the annual. So That's so much money. So you've got eight or nine teams that entire payroll All right. is less. You want to hear something else, though. Listen to this. So this is what the uh, Atlanta Braves are paying for $700 million. They are getting 10 years of Austin Riley, eight years of Matt Olson, eight years of Ronald Acuna, Six years of Spencer Strider, six years of Sean Murphy, and eight years of Michael Harris adds up to seven hundred million dollars. That's, that's my. You're getting a third baseman, a first baseman, a right fielder, who is arguably the best player in baseball, an ace, a catcher, and a center fielder for seven hundred yeah. or seven hundred million dollars. Money well spent. That's what I just. Also, to be fair, though, for people that don't pay that much attention to baseball, uh, the GM for the Braves is like a wizard with the contracts he does. They're insane. I mean, regardless, the, I mean, the $700 million is unbelievable as a contract. It's just like one of those things that it's like you, I sit here and I wish like, obviously, you know, there was no chance ever that he was going to come to a team like the Tigers or anything, but you just wish Imagine. that the Tigers would make a move with that much money, but they, they would never, How? you could never like uh, the Dodgers are probably the only between them and the Yankees um, are probably the only teams that would dish out of seven hundred. Well, mil. you do you do realize though we're talking about seven hundred million. Like it's not some unheard. Of. He nearly doubled the highest paid contract in MLB history. Yeah. So like it's not like anybody would have ever thought to throw around seven hundred million dollars well, because I'm it's saying. never it's happened like, before. Yeah. Uh, do you, Matt, do you know how many hot and ready's Little Caesars would have to sell for Illich to be able to afford Shohei Otani? I have the number. I did the math already. It's five fifty times seven hundred million. R.I.P. The five dollar hot and ready. Yeah, but I just left it at five to get the number, but it's one hundred and forty million. Uh, if if you do five point five, it's three point eight billion pizzas. That's just not That's accurate. No, I'm kidding. 
No, that's just not accurate. Did I not do that math there, right? You that's multiplied it. Not so. <laughs> oh shit! I just want to say that's the second time today that your <laughs> math has been like just, way off. Yeah, no, it's 140 million at five. <laughs> yeah, no. If you add the 50 cents, you got to do another uh, Go three school, billion kid. dollars. <laughs> three billion beats are sold. We got uh, Evan Cass and Twitch chat joining in after Matt's comment about us all not making seven hundred million. He said uh, with Cali taxes, only like three hundred twenty-five. That's just not. Oh, I don't think that's right. He texted me that last not night too, though. <laughs> well, it, but I get your point, we, Evan. We, we, ha we have we have a, a new number. They'd have to sell one hundred twenty-seven million pizzas. Yeah, so it's right around one hundred twenty-seven, two hundred seventy-two thousand, seven hundred twenty-seven. Low-key Little Caesars probably <laughs> that sells number. that in a year, though. A lot of twos and a lot of sevens. Yeah, so. but they almost certainly do sell that yeah, like, in a year. They're worldwide, I'm, kid. I'm sure that some <laughs> of these teams. I'm sure some of these teams have like money, but nobody would have ever expected. Like nobody was gonna beat. I, I bet the you Dodgers. that. The I Dodgers bet you that. Were, I bet you the Blue Jays offered north of six hundred, though. Probably but because they were still in the running. Come out to the six. Huh. I mean it. For a while, a couple days ago, it looked like he was. Shohei to the six? Drake would have lost it. <laughs> oh my God. He wore the Shohei Otani yeah, jersey he right cursed, before he announced yeah. he was going to LA. It was Tough. actually really fun. Yep. Dope. But, um, L. Drake curse is real. I, I wish. We're, I know we're getting to NFL Michigan talk. Michigan State's really struggled ever since he put on that jersey back in 2015. Oh I, I know we're getting to NFL talk uh, when we do the pick em, but I just I wish we had a live show in Chicago right now. Luke Sloan and Liam Jackson are at the Bears game this afternoon. Oh um, I mean, they're playing the Lions. They are playing the Lions. That's why they're there. But just. Right. I pray for the people of Chicago this afternoon. All right. Can Especially, I just, Oh, God. Oh, I was Go just going to say, can I just... Before we move from MLB, can I just say... Like, I want to hear your guys' thoughts about the contract as itself. Because Otani's had some issues with his arm. And 10 years... 10 years from now, is he going to be still as elite as he is I, now is it gonna matter though well, it, because there's well, not a salary cap in baseball I, they can spend money those Shohei yeah, Otani is gonna make you money do I think that Shohei Otani 70 million dollars for a DH if he's never able to pitch again is good 70 million a year my, no my, yeah. but one the success rate for coming back from these surgeries with the technology we have today is still really high it's not a guarantee but it's still really high I don't agree. and Go he's gonna be able to produce at the plate there's no reason mm. to say that he won't and at the end of the day, it doesn't like keep the Dodgers from doing anything later because I mean they're owned by the owner of the Los Angeles Dodgers. Like they they're yeah. gonna make well, money. My issue with the contract, and this is more so my gripe with Otani itself himself, is he's not the best pitcher or the best hitter in baseball. Right. So that's I so I think that's the concern of you paying for his the fact he's that a he's in both yeah. though. He's not a top three pitcher in baseball. If you look at the numbers, he's pretty close he's not to a top, top three, three pitcher, pitcher in baseball. baseball. And he's at the worst top ten. Yeah, I could put name him, five pitchers better than Shohei Otani. Spencer Strider, um, found with Commodores legend. Uh, why am I blanking? I'm not in the baseball mood. Blake Snell, um, really? Who won the AL Cy Young this year? Garrett Cole. I even like Garrett Cole. Um, yeah, I take McClanahan. McClanahan can't stay healthy. We've yet to see a full year of McClanahan. Yeah. And. Because um, in that case, you could say DeGrom, but DeGrom never pitches because he's never healthy. I don't even know if I would say DeGrom at this point in his career anyways. Um, when he's healthy, he is. He's just never healthy. I would still, I would take Gallon in Arizona. I would take I'd take uh, probably Wheeler in Philly. There's a lot of – honestly, there's a lot of pitchers I take over time. Now, yes, you're paying for the fact that he can hit. He's two, uh, two yeah. players in one, and I understand that's why you're, you're going to pay as much. Paying for, you're also paying for him as a financial asset. 
like what he brings to your team, and, oh, yeah, marketing wise, yeah, you're paying for that too. And that's what I was trying to say about the Dodgers. You're gonna bring in like the the Japanese market of just the yeah. they that whole country now is Dodger fans. They I understand. also might get Yamamoto. Like, I there's a very real think, chance that they get Yamamoto, Yamamoto to go to play with Shohei. The, I think he's going to the Mets. I think Steve Cohen's just going to throw a bag of money at him. I mean, but the, what's to keep the Dodgers from doing that? Yes, I understand because that the they, Dodgers... they're not they, out of their money. Or they're not out of... Especially because the way that contract is set up... Yes, the, that's what I was about to get to. It's deferred. And so, because Jesus. they want to compete. And so... It's, he's not making $70 million right. a year every year. He's, he's making, making less a, than that suit right now. We don't know the exact God. figure. Somebody made a joke and said $1 million, $1 million for the first nine years and then $691 million the, the, the A's, 10th year. But the, the A's could have gave him $1 for 700 million years. I think they would have gone Somebody else that. made a joke about that, too. But um, um, he could have gone Bobby Bonilla and just get a and just get $10 million for 70 years. Um, Low-key, the Dodgers might have went for that deal. Maybe I'd go not, for that though. deal. Maybe not, though. Because in... Five years, a $10 million contract is nothing anyways. I mean, let's be honest. We are less than 10 years away from a billion-dollar yes, contract. Yes, but then you'd be paying him $10 million a year 60 years after he's done playing. Right, but at, <laughs> but at a certain point, there we, we would reach a point if the Earth even still existed in 70 years, because God, who knows? Uh, I feel like the global warming talks have quieted down quite yeah, a bit let's, these let's last years. Yeah, let's not go there. We've um, already went to a lot of but, places today. But, um, let's not go there. Where and, are you taking us? But my point being is that there's a ch- likely chance in 70 years, 10 million isn't even league minimum. So that's, I truly, to be completely honest... League minimum? I mean, 70 years, I guess. And se- like, I mean, like 70 years is a long... Seven years ago in baseball was the 50s. So, I mean, like... The, I, mean, I understand it's going to taper off. Jake Boss Senior would say the golden age of baseball. Oh, God! Hey, uh, Shout out Jake Boss Senior. Mm, mm. Oh, um, Jake Boss Senior. Senior. Oh, yes, God. he uh, he teaches the coaching baseball class here. I don't about um, What is that? Oh yeah, Jmo's already been texting me. So shout out Jack Moreland. He's listening and uh, sending us J-Mo. thoughts on the conversation. He said Commodores represent up in um, Canada. But oh yeah, he is in Canada. Is he still in Canada or is he back? Undisclosed location. Undisclosed location. <laughs> yeah, cannot be confirmed nor denied. But um, yeah, I mean. Let's move quickly into NBA Matt. in-season tournament talk because I do want to get to this, and we only have about five minutes before we got to get to pick oh. them. So, in-season tournament thoughts: Lakers. Matt needs to talk ring about his ring number five. That's ring number five. It's definitely it not counts. accurate. Ring number five. It counts. Are you, are you a Jordan? They're guy? not even hanging a banner. For I don't think he is. I think he's. Are you a LeBron or Jordan guy? I don't like the debate, and I have a whole other soapbox to talk about that. But that's yeah, not I mean, the point. I don't like it either. But I mean, I grew. Or are up you a Magic guy like Zach Sloak? He's a magic guy? He That's said that on air. I don't know how he came on the topic during a football game. I, but. I grew up in the LeBron era, but anyways. Um, I think that those debates are <laughs> stupid. Lucky just you. appreciate the best player the, of all time. Just appreciate that both of them were great. You don't have to Facts. talk about it. Also, LeBron is better than Jordan, but Jordan is greater than LeBron, That's, and I will leave it at that. I don't want to mm-hmm. get into the explanation because it's going to take me more than five minutes, but I will explain it to you after the show if you would like. But anyways... um. What are your thoughts on the in-season tournament, though? Did you guys like it? Do you guys hate it? Do you not care? I can already tell Matt Merrifield didn't doesn't watch, care. Didn't, but Didn't watch a single minute. Oh, but yet it's ring number five? It is ring number five. AJ, I want to hear your opinion. Matt, I want to hear your opinion, Matt Corey, because I know your your opinion is you don't care because you Jordan, don't care about the NBA. Jordan would not be able to win an NBA game in Vegas. Okay. That's I, another point we're not going into. We're not, we're not going there. Yeah, I was about to say. I was about to say. Matt just threw just his stop. mic. <laughs> you know, 
Didn't you, I say stop? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Matt. Go ahead, Matt. Talk. What What do you want me to say? Like Dennis Rodman. Oh, <laughs> you know what, AJ? I will. I will. I will abide by your wishes. I'm sorry that I upset you this much no. this morning. It's okay. <laughs> I hope you have a splendid Christmas. Or whatever you celebrate, I don't Joe, discriminate. Joe said happy winter. <laughs> happy winter. Oh, yeah, he did say happy winter. Yeah, I something. saved uh, Joe from embarrassing himself on crunch time this week with oh, Sam Kurtzman. Oh, that was Because he didn't realize Sam didn't celebrate Christmas. Okay, anyways, let's That was really to... funny, though. That was a hilarious moment. Check out crunch time. Yes. Do that. Yeah, Do so that. it'll be up in like a day. Should be up tomorrow or later yep. tonight. So. Check oh, yeah, that out. Always great. But no, I, you know, I had my, I was apprehensive about the in season tournament initially, um, but the guys bought into it. You know, that five hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars, I think, you know, really provided just the extra incentive to make these guys play hard um, at a time where, you know, I think interest around the NBA is not, you know, nearly where uh, it should be. Like at this time of the year, um, most like consistently in the past. So that's good to see. You know. Um, I don't know if there's anything I would necessarily change off the top of my head just because it's the first that we saw of it. So I was really, yeah. just, I was really just observing. Like I don't think there's like anything I'd say. Oh, I would do this differently. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, though, I thought it was cool. It was as long as the guys are bought in and there's good change hard, the courts high level basketball. <laughs> yes, change the courts. But seeing just high level basketball was, was awesome. Tyrese Halliburton's a dog. Oh, Tyrese um, Halliburton. Really also, awesome. I love LeBron's MVP, and I do think I get it. For the se- or for the total thing, but also Anthony Davis putting up forty-one and twenty and like five blocks last night and not winning MVP was just like very interesting to see. Yeah, yeah, real um, cool. What do you think about the idea that because they've run out of awards to name, they want LeBron to win that award so they can name the in-season trophy or MVP the LeBron James Award? I think that's a conspiracy. I'm not buying the conspiracy. Oh, it's a full conspiracy. Well, I was yeah, yeah, not like no, a conspiracy theory. There's not like a yeah, fact. Yeah, I'm not buying it. What do you think about it? I'm yeah. not buying it. Um, <laughs> I I don't like it, but I don't know. I I thought it was fun though. I enjoy watching that high level basketball. I enjoy those guys showing up. Those games, especially the semifinal games, were electric. Like yes. the semis and the quarters. Tyrese Halliburton in that finish against uh, Boston. Yeah, against sorry, Joe. No, I, dude, um, I love Tyrese. Halliburton. That was filthy. The same thing that he did to Milwaukee. And then hit the Dame time on Dame. That was electric. <laughs> like, all of those moments are things that you just don't get. Yeah. I, yeah you also I, don't get Draymond Green choking out Rudy Gobert in the first round. I, I loved that first. That was, oh that was entertainment at its finest oh, for yeah. the NBA. But and also, too, I just think, you know, struggling. with... Know, with it, it gives love and it gives attention to young teams that otherwise wouldn't have it, like the Pacers, you know? And so I think next year it'll be interesting to see if there's... Hopefully there's another team that's on the rise with a young star that can... Help captivate. There are a handful of teams I think that could be in that position next I, year. I would definitely you agree. Know, Hornets, whoever. So, I honestly, I really liked it. I was very skeptical about it before uh, it happened. When they announced it, I was like, "What? What is this? Like, mm-hmm. what's going on here?" And then you started watching it, and it's like this is high level basketball in the early to mid season, where usually I'm not really watching that much NBA basketball at this point. Mm-hmm. But I was watching it, and I didn't stop watching it. And I, and it's just, it, like you guys said, the incentive to win was there, and like the star players were showing out, and young stars were showing out, and everyone was playing hard to try to get that money. And I just think it was a really cool concept, and I think they executed it pretty well. I think, like you said, the courts, yeah, brutal. Were, terrible to look at but. that whole the whole thing in vegas like the the lighting in that arena the courts it just was not a great watch in that respect but the basketball was good enough to make up for it for me yeah and i like it and i think they should keep going with it and maybe build on it you know agreed 
Agreed. Yeah. Well, with that, we're going to step aside. Matt, thank you for joining us. We'll thank be back you. on the other side with the Pick'em here, keeping things moving on the Green and White Report on Impact A9FM. You played Welcome back to the Green and White Report. You caught the end of the uh, Jordan-LeBron debate that continued into the break. Um, and actually, at that point, I think what you heard was Matt Merrifield's uh, Tom Brady yeah, Tom, comments. I'm just, uh, we can talk about it quickly because we're getting Tom to Brady NFL. came out the other, like, a couple weeks ago and just talked about how like the talent of the NFL isn't the same as when he played, acting like he hasn't just okay, retired. Fine. I think he's talking... What he was talking about, I think, was the... Like the defensive guys, like he's saying, there's not a Ray Lewis because the game has been yeah. taken because it's been taken out I of the mean, game. Which I, is I also would agree. He said, "I wouldn't throw the ball over the middle because I didn't want to get my receiver I, killed." I also kind of a kind and of. And he said that doesn't happen. I anymore. kind of agree with him from the standpoint of the NFL is kind of like, I mean, maybe it's just such it's a balance. Now. It no, is, it's more just sure, a balance. Like, there's a lot of not good football teams in the NFL right now. Can we can like the AFC is going to have at least two but, teams? That but aren't, how like, many of those like te- this uh, year are because their best players are hurt? A couple of them. But like I don't the Bengals and like you're Even the Bengals teams, didn't look that good before Burrow got hurt. They didn't look that good this year, but they were going to be fine. They didn't look that good at the beginning of last year and then they won 13 games. I my I mean, I don't disagree with Brady said. I just don't appreciate it cuz he literally played in this era. Like you're yeah, right. You're, the NFL, last year. you're right. The NFL is not that great right now in my opinion i don't think the talent like there just seems to be the star studded talent just doesn't seem to be there especially on the defensive side of the football unfortunately tom you played in this era so i don't want to hear it um yeah um but anyways yeah fine. let's get into the pick em. big week for all of us last week i was counting these up i counted up mine first and i was seven and four and one because there was a push but i was like feeling really good about it and then i counted up matt's and he went nine and two and i counted up aj's and he went eight and three and i was just like man i lost ga- ground this week but Everybody's getting better. I mean, those two are tied at 83, 72, and 6. Also, we will be keeping the pick'em going. I mentioned this is the last show of 2023, but we are going to do picks over the break um, to keep the pick'em going, keep things alive. Matt and AJ got to sort this thing out uh, and finish it out. And then our first Sunday back will be the last regular season Sunday of pick'em. Mm-hmm. And so that'll be it for the pick'em will be that last one. If it stays the way it's been, Matt and AJ will have that week to decide it off. Spooky. We'll have to see how it goes. But let's start things off with the game in Chicago where uh, Luke Sloan and Liam Jackson, friends of the program, are at right now. Lions minus three and a half at the Bears. AJ, I'm just going to write in Lions for you because I know that's coming. Yes. (laughs) Yes. 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 Uh, Give me the Lions one pride. Um, I think the Bears... Wait, you you said something that AJ appreciated today. You said one pride. You know yes. <laughs> I'm gonna. There's gonna be one episode this year where I just seek AJ's approval. Like I will the just. Entire I will just. It'll just be lions and pistons. An AJ glazing event. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Does that sound nice, AJ? I need. I need your. I need your public comment. Okay. Bro. Okay. Uh, I, take, I take the lions. I take the lions. Hi, by the way. Uh, I'm Hi, Jack right David. Hi, Jack uh, David. How are you? I'm it's, we got to the point where we almost now. forget to introduce you because you just... It's I'm NFL, Jack here. David's here. I love when you talk about that on oh, the show. Oh, hold on. What? Hand me those plates. Oh, God. What? Hand me those. Oh, yeah, you get a plate. What Jack are you going to play for? Jack David plate. did not show up to the sports banquet yesterday, so live on the Green and White Report, he gets the broadcaster award of the semester. Oh, let's you go. You guys can see this on Twitch. Actually? Woo! Yes, actually. That's this is yours. Uh, my terrible drawing skills, but there you go. So this this makes you. up for the Steelers' loss. Yeah, we don't, no. we're not gonna have time to talk about it. 
Uh, congratulations, by the way. <laughs> yeah, but shout out you. Thank I'm, you, Ezekiel I'm Elliott. Here. He's on my um, fantasy him, team. No. And Evan Katz, if he is still in the uh, if he is still in the Twitch chat, you get the helmet shuffle award. <laughs> he was in um, here last I still night. You should owe have you five dollars, dog. He, yeah, because <laughs> Evan Katz loves are. the uh, the helmet shuffle when he's in the studio, so he gets that. Shout out my uh, awful art skills, but. Um, it looks good to me, man. You yeah, I didn't draw the Spartan heads, so um, <laughs> I had to get help on that. But, yeah, so back to the pick'em. Back though. to the pick'em. Everybody took the Lions? Yeah, everybody okay. took the Lions. Yeah. Sorry, JDC. All right, Vikings minus three in Vegas at the Raiders. Give me the Vikings. Vikings. Mm. I'm Give me the Raiders. I, I, I want to take the Raiders, jo- but Justin Jefferson's coming back this Joshua week. Joshua Dobbs is not a good quarterback. He's not great, but I want to ta- I'm going to take what? them because no. uh, not, a, not a good quarterback. There's no. a reason he's never been a starter before this year. He's not a- great, but with the, with Jefferson coming back, I'm taking the Vikings. But I do think the Raiders have a real shot in this game. Give me the Raiders. Who are the Raiders? He said, "Give me the Raiders." Me- oh, I see. they don't I- exist. Um, Aiden O'Connell, Purdue legend, dog. Um, Bucks at Falcons. Falcons minus two. The Falcons, Matt. After we took them and looked, everybody was like, "Oh, you're crazy for taking the Falcons." Um, in that division, if they win this game, they can n- nearly lock up the division. Things I love to hear. Because um, they would be seven and six, which is crazy. Because Desmond Ritter keeps winning football games. Yeah, it they're sucks. not winning this game though. I take the Bucks. Uh, give me the Falcons. I don't love it, but they're at home. AJ, you took the Falcons. I did. I'm going to take the Falcons as well. Not necessarily because AJ took it, but because the Falcons' home road splits are insane this year. They average like 25 points a game at home and like 14 on the road. They're in Atlanta. Give me give me the Falcons. Fair enough. Matt, what was your pick? You didn't write it down. I, I, th- I took the Falcons. Okay. Um, Colts at the Bengals. Bengals minus two and a half. Playoff implications right here. Yeah, big time playoff right. implications. Matt? Um... Colts have a little extra rush because the Bengals play on Monday night, and Jake Browning has two weeks worth of tape. Give me the Colts. Gardner Minshew's that guy. They're going to the playoffs, guys. This would be five straight if they win today, right? Yeah, I'll take the Colts, too. I'll go with the Everybody's taking the Colts. God yeah, damn it. I'm taking You're the Bengals. Welcome. I'm taking the Bengals. You're okay. Don't worry. I've, I'm taking Jake Browning. Washington legend Jonathan Smith uh, was his OC there at go. Washington. Oh, God. Um, and also, he looked really good because not because he's great, but he looked good because of the way that they're scheming the offense for him. And I like that a lot of short throws, get the ball out of his hand. I think let he, his playmakers make I, plays. I just think he's going to be a product of like the Joshua Dobbs effect, where he was good his first couple weeks in Minnesota, and then once teams have tape on him, like there's a reason he hasn't played the NFL before. Like he's never been a starter, and we're about to. I think the Colts are going to lock in and shut him down this afternoon. But yeah, we'll I mean the other guy has also not been a starter either. Who that much? Like he's the guy on the other side of that game, Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew has tons of tape on it. Like he started right, but he's still a backup. Like he's no, not a guy. But like Min- Jake Browning literally had zero career starts coming into this year. Right, and that in and I get that, and we're, I get what you're saying about no tape, but. There's there was a reason that Gardner Minshew wasn't a starter either. Was my point. Yeah, but I know you think he should have been over Anthony Richardson, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, speaking of that Bengals game, the other game team from Monday night, Jaguars at the Browns. When I took this line, it was minus two or Browns minus two when Trevor Lawrence was questionable. Trevor Lawrence is starting today. Uh, I on that sprained ankle, and it has actually moved more towards yeah. the Browns now with Lawrence in than it was when it looked like he might be out. 
I still think I'm still going to take the Jaguars, though. I I don't trust uh, Joe Flacco and the Browns. Uh, bad weather. Uh, the Browns' defense at home is unreal this year. Uh, give me the Browns. I'm taking the Jags. Uh, I'll take uh, Jaguars. Need this game. Yeah, I'll take uh, Trevor Lawrence on one leg over Joe Flacco for sure. Give me the Jaguars. That's Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco. You're talking That's about elite quarterback I Joe Flacco. Care. God, he played for the debates. Ravens, so uh, he was so overshadowed. He was overshadowed by Big Ben his entire career. So, except for when he, you know, won the Super Bowl. I yeah. miss. Oh, I miss the argument of oh, whether or not ben Joe Flacco was elite or not. Uh, Texans minus three at the Jets. Jack David, start us off for the last time in 2023. J E T Jet Jet W. Um, <laughs> that was really loud. I'm with sorry. That, <laughs> with that being said, I'm taking the Texans. Another garbage weather game. Um, yeah, but the uh, Zach Wilson's starting today. Yes, he is. Doesn't matter. Give me the Texans. Oh, sweet. <laughs> Doesn't even know. Doesn't. Man, I don't like that. All of us are picking the same games. I gotta catch you guys. Um, but yeah, give me the Texans. Um, all right, Rams at Ravens. Ravens minus seven and a half at home. I don't know if you saw the field. It's gonna be a mud bowl. So yeah. I'm getting the, the Rams. Uh, not to win, but to cover. Be with it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to take the Rams to cover as well. Just the weather's going to be an absolute disaster. I'm taking the Ravens. I think that the Ravens have a better, the better team and the better run game, which is going to sound weird. I know Kyron Williams has been really good. Yeah. But, but the Rams, when you can add in Lamar Jackson and when you're playing in the mud, that's going to be, it's going to be about holding on to the ball. And I think that they're going to be able to do just that. Um, Let's go uh, Panthers at Saints. Saints minus six. I'll start it off taking the Saints. I mean, the, the Panthers are awful. And it's just a touchdown. I mean, I, the Saints aren't good either. So I'll take the Saints, too. Give me the Saints. Uh, give me the Panthers. I, they're starting Jameis Winston this afternoon. They're beat up. And I think I think the Panthers, too, went out right this afternoon. There you go. Is this next line real? The Seahawks at 49ers? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, Seahawks, please. Okay, now, the line's 13 and a half. Yes, it's actually up to 14 now, but when we took it, it was 13 and a half. Seahawks at 49ers, plus, uh, minus 13 and a half. Both Kenneth Walker and Zach Charbonnet will play today, so Walker's back for the Seahawks. I, I don't know who I think's going to... I mean, the Seahawks are not playing well, but I that's so many points. Yeah, but like, it's the... And I know it's in... Matt, where are you going? Um... Give me the Niners. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too, to be honest with you. Um, because they're playing really well. The Seahawks are not, and the Niners' defense is elite. And they just beat the Seahawks by double digits on Thanksgiving in Seattle. True. And Geno might not even play. He's questionable. So. Oh, that's probably a big reason why that spread is as big as it is. Yeah. Bills at Chiefs. Chiefs might. Wait, that means we're going to get 2020 MVP Drew Locke. Oh, God. <sighs> I only refer to him as that can because there wasn't there was an, there was an the article. Niners? No, um, I'm kidding. You can if you want. But there was an article that uh, came out at the beginning of 2020 that he was a dark horse MVP candidate when he was with the Broncos, and so I uh, before the season, and mm-hmm. so I only refer to him as 2020 MVP Drew Locke. All right, let's keep it moving though. Bills at the Chiefs. Chiefs minus one at home. Basically a pick 'em. I'll take the Chefs. I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the Bills. I'm going to go with the Chefs as well. I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I've seen that commercial <laughs> yeah. like, like five times this weekend. 
Yeah, it's it's on a lot. I have not watched too Andy much. Andy Reid can be a star in Hollywood. <laughs> oh, oh, goodness. Wow. All right, some more not great football. Broncos at Chargers. Chargers minus two and a half. Broncos. 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 Chargers can't do anything right. Chargers. Nope. Um, the Chargers are at home, and they are the better team, and the Broncos, I think, are going to cool off a little bit. Dare to be different. I don't think the Chargers are the better team. Pick and They're Brandon coached St- so poorly. Picking Brandon Staley is <laughs> That's a bold a strategy, choice. Cotton. Hey, dare to be different. <laughs> Don't be different here. <laughs> Eagles at Cowboys. Cowboys minus three and a half. This is Sunday Night Football. Game of the week. Eagles. Uh, they have something to prove after getting uh, waxed last week. So I think they'll be right to give go. Me, give me the Cowboys at home. Dak Prescott MVP. I like I said it for the year Hill MVP. It goes please. against everything in my entire like life to pick the Cowboys in a big game. Yeah. AJ, but been, I'm going to pick the Cowboys. I've been so in a big focused game. on Bo Nix. I had Dak Prescott as MVP before the season started. Yeah, you did, and he's not going to win the MVP, though. He's going to finish second. If he who's, loses to Brock Purdy, he's going to lose to Brock Purdy, and he's going to lose his Wait, mind. Why wouldn't we give it to Tyreek Hill? Because Brock Purdy's going to win. Because it's a QB award. But, like, if it any. It shouldn't be, but it is. If Brock Purdy I, wins it, he's going to it, win. Brock Purdy is the equivalent to JJ McCarthy. Even though false. I like Brock anyway, yeah, it's not false. It's, it's no, not the no, same. No, no, it's no, 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 no. it's close, but it's, it's the not same, same thing. You could play any other quarterback, put, and they would still be the top put, team in the NFC. You could put take Jack Matt Tuttle back at it again. All right, let's go to. You could put Jack J- Tuttle. Jack Tuttle could start for the Niners, and they'd still be the <laughs> no. number one in the NFC. <laughs> no. Next one. Uh, two Monday Night Football games this week, both at the same time. Why? No idea. Um, Chaos. But Packers minus six and a half at the Giants. Why is this on primetime? I hate it. Give me the Packers. They're making Prime the playoffs. Packers. I'll take the Packers, too. Give me the Packers. And the other Monday night Packers game. Packers are the better team. Yes. And the other one, yeah, is not great either. Titans at Dolphins. Dolphins minus 13. This is a big line that I'll take. Yeah, give me the Dolphins. Yeah, give me the Dolphins. Give me Will Levis. He showed me something last week. Did he? Nah. He showed me something last week. Get, showing, man, get out of here, yeah. bro. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to take the Dolphins as you've well. You've been on the mic for two hours, and you've shown me nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Except I for got, a bonus I got, I got a whole lot I can show you, AJ. <laughs> on that note, that'll do it for us on the Green and White Report here for 2023. Hope that everybody has a great holiday season. Enjoy the time off. Enjoy the time with your families. Um, and... Hope that everybody enjoys it. Thanks for dealing with us for the last uh, few months here in East Lansing. We'll be back in January to keep your Sunday mornings entertaining, hopefully anyways. But that'll do it for us. For everybody here in East Lansing, AJ Evans, Jack David, Matt Merrifield, Joe Dez, and Matt Corey, as well as everybody else that's joined us throughout this semester. I'm Zach Sardenic, hoping you have a great rest of your Sunday and saying so long from East Lansing. Happy holidays.